bring the crowns and heads of conquered kings to my city steps. You insult my queen. You threaten my people with slavery and death. Oh, I've chosen my words carefully, Persian. Perhaps you should have done the same. This is blasphemy. This is madness. This is American life. Welcome to episode number two of American Noise on this. Sorry, that's my bad. Let's put my sunglasses on. <laughs> Freaking dumb, dude. <laughs> Let's leave it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Handy with the fell episode number two, putting his uh, sunglasses on. It's really bright. Maybe we could edit and post. I don't know. We may just leave it in. Uh, on this first day of June. American Noise, a podcast where we discuss the noises in our lives that affect us every day. I'm your host, Tommy, and I'm joined with Wilson. Wilson, how are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. How are you? Fantastic. How was your week? Oh, it was good. Uh, I got to go fishing today. So oh, yeah? That was fun. Catch anything? I did. I, I I caught some bass on a trout lure, which was weird. Is that normal? No. What about catching, uh, well, you said trout on a bass lure? No, I caught bass on a trout lure. Can you catch the opposite? So bass on a trout lure or whatever? Probably. You, you, it doesn't Wait, work. that's what I did. You mean trout on a bass lure? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, that. Probably. <laughs> Have you ever caught a fish on a spear? No. I, I don't go in the ocean. That's that's the kind of fishing I want to try. I've never fished in my life. And this is uh, Mr. John Adams Handy over here. Hi. How was your week? Oh, it was great. I actually worked 70 seven hours this week so really that's pretty much all i did all week was getting work. that ot oh yeah, i was getting hello ot that's good so i just pretty much worked and uh oh i watched the warriors lose the other night that was frustrating oh yeah so did i we'll talk about that later now that's that's uh golf <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay i mean steph curry plays golf he does he's actually really good at he it. is yeah. yeah it's just like a badminton tournament we're talking about like eastern japan no oh We'll educate you. Yeah. Thanks. How was your week, Tommy? Uh, busy. I am currently on vacation. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm working hard. Yeah. Trust me. More than you. Uh, <laughs> see, what have I done since last last podcast? I went to a Dawkins concert, 80s hair metal band. Uh, it's pretty is, cool. Is Dawkins the name of the band? Yeah, it's actually the lead singer's last name. Oh. Yeah. He, they actually uh, sang that, uh, you might recognize it, uh, from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Uh, the song Dream Warriors. I've uh, never seen any of the Nightmare. Oh, man. We'll get into yeah, that later, too. We're going to talk about, about that, that later. Um, and then uh, last night, I actually went to a live podcast in San Francisco for uh, Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert. Oh, you were his uh, special guest? I was uh, not. Oh. oh. Um, I felt like I was, though. It yeah. was a very intimate setting. It was actually pretty cool. It was really, really funny. A lot of people there. Um, it was just really cool seeing, like him interact with his guest and 
sold the place out. I think I, I Googled the capacity to that place. It was the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium. I think it was 8,000. All right. Basically, I was like, could I imagine like 8,000 people watching me talk? No, but I mean, it was hilarious. It was good. And then this morning, I did a 5K with my daughter. And Bubble you finished room. it. Yeah. What was okay. your time? One hour. I walked. <laughs> but, <laughs> not, so did ev- but so did everybody else. Yeah. I mean, there's a few people running. and I'm People like, don't run in bubble runs? Well, you, you can't run the whole. There's not bubbles the whole way. Oh. You have. What? That would have been way cooler. Yeah. It, it would have been. But what <laughs> happens is you have like. It's like Cal Expo in Sacramento for all of our non-Northern California listeners. Which they're, once again, all California. <laughs> all friends. <laughs> Hi Beardsley, and love then that guy. Love, that guy. love that guy, and then basically you you're you're walking and then uh, you walk through these little pillars and every so often they have like foam or the bubbles and so yeah it was fun I'm pretty tired but I'm here we're all here we are all here so yeah so yeah episode number two guys we have a special one for you today um, I just hit my microphone we are not on our game today are we. <laughs> So basically, that's um, handy one, me one, Wilson. You're next. Um, should that should just, that be like? I'm just not going to do anything. No. Should we have a one of these every time we mess up? Oh, yes. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. A, I like Starting that. next with, one. with Wilson. Yeah. Uh, what Handy's pointing to is Wilson uh, got some uh, birdie bots, um, and um, they're basically these really nasty tasting jelly beans, and we're going to use them as uh, punishments for when we screw up. Or if Handy says a bad word, which, you know, I think he was pretty good about last time. He says he said something. I, I don't call them curse words. I call them sentence enhancers. <laughs> <laughs> and people actually, I don't know who said this, but someone said that they thought I said the F word. Uh, no, I did not. Um, I can't remember the last time I said that. So um, I was going to just. Like, just, just like say, say like, F you, <laughs> but not actually say as a joke. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get into a couple different segments today. Uh, but before that, I have a little game for us here that uh, was an impromptu game that for we know nothing about Wilson and Handy know nothing about this game. And I have a feeling this is going to be a lot of fun. So um, the game's going to start right now. Oh God. And so you have to pay attention. And use your. Um, Are we keeping score? No, this is just for fun. Okay. Um, and basically, I'm gonna keep score. <laughs> yeah. If I win, we're all winners here. We get participation <laughs> trophies. Oh so I played this game with uh, my youth group kids, and they're young. They don't know who '80s hair bands are, and so they're like, "Who? Like, like they're just freaking out. They're like, I don't know if this is, uh, you know, a, a real thing." You know, but they enjoyed it, and all the leaders loved it because they're like, "Yeah, we know these bands." So your uh, your instruction is: I'm going to read a celebrity baby name, okay, and I'm also going to and and you have to tell me, or I'm going to read a name basically, and you're going to say, "Is that a celebrity baby name or an '80s hair band?" Oh, I love these type of games. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of different uh, topics. We'll bust them out every other ones, but this one. Uh, should be fun. Oh, hell yeah. So um, let's uh, let's start with, uh, I'll start with you, Wilson, and then we'll go to Handy. And see. Oh, we get our own? You can get your own. Okay. Or, or you, you may just go like, what do you think it is? Or I could. you both can answer the same. Yeah, just both like, answer. And we then can we'll both see. answer yeah. on each one. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, man, some of these. What's funny is I actually listened to some of these. <laughs> um, let's start with a, um, a good one. Oh, wait, before we do this, what year were you born, Handy? 1994. Okay, oh, so my goodness. you have no idea about these. No. You're so young. I only have three so years beautiful. in the 80s, so. <laughs> See, I was born in 81. I, I, I listened to majority of these, hence why I went to Dawkins the other night. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, easy one. Should be pretty easy to get. White Lion. That's I'm going to say hairband. That's a hairband. No one names her kid White Lion. It is a hairband. Good job, guys. Yes. We should get like a bell. Like, ding, um, ding, 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 ding. ding. Um, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lita Ford. Oh, that's it. Sounds like a name. That's that's uh, Harrison Ford's daughter. False, okay. but oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I thought I was a fact okay. check. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say name. Bad name. Bad name. Okay, so here's that's kind of a trick question because it is both. Oh, what? She's like the lead singer. Oh, right. Is it Harrison Ford's daughter? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, audio science. That's that's a band name. Come it on. sounds like a band that's name, a but band it's gonna name. be a, a baby name. I'm gonna say baby name. That is a baby name. That's Boom. actually uh, Shannon Sossaman and Dallas Clayton Rose's kid. So okay, yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. Let's go, Moxie Crime Fighter. That's a that's gotta be a band name, right? No one names their kid it, Crime Fighter. Yeah, but it could it could be the same thing. Last time, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go baby name then. Okay, I'll go band name. You said band name. I said band name. You I said, said baby, baby name. It is a baby name. It's actually oh. Pen and Emily Gillette's kid. So Pen and Teller. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I should know that. I love Pen and Teller. Which one's Teller? Teller's a little guy. The little guy who doesn't speak. Okay. Yeah. Teller. Okay. <laughs> you will never forget that. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Here we go. Uh, I'll do a couple more. Uh, Pilot Inspector. That's a band name. That's a band name. Baby name. Baby name. It is a baby name. Oh, what? It's oh Jason my Lee. Gosh. Jason Lee, the actor. It's his kid's name. <laughs> Pilot Inspector. Did he do it as a joke? I these, don't. these kids are all going to get beat up in school. <laughs> well, if, if I ever have kids, uh, my boy, if I have a boy, I want his first name to be Champ and his middle name to be Ian. Champion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I just thought of that. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, let's uh, do Bluebell Madonna. Uh, band name. That's a band. That's got to be a band. Baby name. Oh, what? my gosh. People. That is Jerry Hollowell and Sasha Gervasi. I don't know who that is. Is Jerry Hollowell? Is she one of the Spice Girls? I have no idea. I could be wrong. Someone who, who, will. Someone who the Spice Girls. Oh my goodness! <laughs> really? So young, so handsome. Thank you. And we'll do one more, one more for the heck of it. <clears throat> Alabama Gypsy Rose. Okay, that's got to be a band. Band. That's got to be a band. Don't say baby name. I'm going to lose my faith <laughs> in humanity. It is a baby name. It oh, is, my God. It is a Dread de Mateo and Shooter Jennings kid. Really? Shooter, Shooter Jennings? Yeah. That's a cool name. Well, they yeah, a baby name, Alabama Gypsy Rose. That's a horrible name. There's so many on here that, like, 
I can, I can, we can do a whole podcast. I can literally go. I could do like I could do so many of these, but I'm not going to right now um, because we have to go into our favorite segment, the uh, beer segment or the beverage segment. All right, so we've already poured uh, candies and Wilsons. Go for it, fellas. Okay, you, you gonna go first? Oh, you go first. Sorry. Whoa. Okay. Oh, 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 I gotta oh, eat. Oh. Oh, I you gotta, gotta eat a bird. You made a noise. You gotta eat a birdie bot. Wilson, you you're in charge of saying what it is. Okay. Okay. So we see what it is. I already know what it is. I don't need to say. Am I supposed to try to guess on air what it is? I think you might already know what it is. You should be able to tell. It's just. Yeah, it's not gonna be good. Whatever it is, it's gonna be disgusting. But you might like it. You've been eating them all day. Just the earwax? No. Mm. Man, you didn't have much flavor. I don't know what it is. That one was grass. Oh, that's why. That yeah. wasn't very flavorful. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got lucky. Well, he he, he uh, grew up eating grass, so he got immune to it. <laughs> Lead paint chips. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Wilson. Me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ooh. So what's it? What yeah. do you? What do you get? Like, like I when I smelled it, uh, it smells like the last beer I got for you guys. It smells the same. <laughs> it smells like fresh cut grass, <laughs> dirt, and love. You mean you mean like that? Exactly like that. <laughs> oh my god. Wilson Wilson went through while you're tasting. I'm going to explain this. Okay. Wilson went back through the last episode and took some sound clips, uh, little sound bites, and we'll probably be uh, interjecting them here into the episodes. So that was not me. That was actually a sound clip. What do you think? Any of you even tried it? it yet, or are you still smelling I'm it? I'm still smelling it. It's very dark. It is dark. And it smells roasted. Yeah, well, I, I think it, I think it's like a campfire stout or something like, like a, that. Yeah, it smells like a, I got like a roasted smell. It smells gross. Hate beer, but I'm a little worried about what you guys got me. So. It's all right. It's it's not something that I would pick. I taste chocolate. Yeah, you taste the chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, I taste chocolate. I taste chocolate. All right. Well, is apparently you're. Is this for sure a, a stout, right? Okay. Uh, or a I, I think or so. It is. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah. Apparently, you've already had it. This is. Heretic Evil Twin. Oh. I really like that uh artwork. I think it looks uh Yeah, they have they have a lot of cool artwork. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. It was uh uh I think it's the same company, right? That makes there's like a heretic or it was called something different. I can't remember. So this is this is a West Coast Red Ale Pale Ale or IPA. It it's a dark It's dark, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was like a stout or a porter. Wow, okay. Yeah. It's not bad. Are we gonna rate these? Actually, yeah. Should we put it on a scale? Okay, so so the last one we tried was the Voodoo Ranger IPA, and I, I like that one. Okay, that, that's one that I would I would I would get. You know, so I I'm gonna put this because you know me, I like really light beers. <laughs> yeah, like like water, like light. water, like <laughs> yeah, like Coors Light. So, so I'm gonna bullet? put I'm gonna put this under the Voodoo Ranger. Under? I'm gonna put it under. Yeah, this isn't this isn't something that I would I would. Buy again. I, mean, I don't. I don't hate it, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't taste bad. So, like on a scale of one to five, what would you put the heretic? Or what based if, off of the Voodoo Ranger, what would you as that so being the I'm, the Voodoo Ranger's a five? Then you're saying, wait, why why one one ten? Right, let's do ten. Hey. Okay, so it makes it easier for me. Out of your favorite beer that you already drink, where does the Voodoo Ranger from last episode mm. start? And that way we can start keeping a track. I'd say the Voodoo Ranger is like a six. Yeah, I'd say six or seven. And then this is going to be like, like right under to five. I'd give this a four. 
Really? Yeah. You want to split the difference? Go four and a half. Yeah, let's do four and a half. Okay. Four point five. Alrighty. I will update those. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, wait. I'm so confused right now. What's oh, going on? Oh, oh. Uh, that's like you oh. want my glasses? Yeah. So yeah, the artwork is pretty cool, Wilson. While you're pouring mine, I'm going to describe the artwork for our blind uh, fans. Uh, it looks like uh, like I said, it's called Heretic Evil Twin. Kind of like a black cover with a, it almost looks like a grayish demon um, in the side. Kind of like that, uh, what is that? Uh, suicide Note show on Netflix. Suicide uh, Note. Death Note. Death Note. Death yeah, Note. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I kinda, does that face kind of look like that? Absolutely. It does. Yeah. I'll take a close up uh, of that. Oh, wait. Have you ever seen Insidious? Oh, yeah. yeah. Insidious. Dude, Insidious. That's what it looks like. Yeah. That yeah. creep. Uh, Oh yeah. my gosh! What <laughs> okay. is this? Yeah, it's kind of a weird color. Yeah, I don't we'll, even know what it is. Wilson, uh, the, while I was it, talking, it smells good though. While it, I was it talking, smells really good. While I was talking, uh, Wilson and uh, Handy were smelling it, and they didn't have grossed out looks on their face. I, I'm surprised at how so, good it smells. What do you smell? Like? I, I'm I smell chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that's what I smell. So, um, ooh, 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 here we go. <laughs> Wilson's the only one who knows what this is. That's a chocolate soda. You can't taste anything else? It's hard to put. <laughs> I'm tasting chocolate. It's it's not bad. Really? Yeah. Any anything else though? Like a any salty aftertaste at all? It's not bacon. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah, go ahead and tell me what it is. Okay. This is Oh my gosh, it is bacon soda. It's or, a chocolate covered maple smoked bacon soda. Mm, fellas. <laughs> And ladies, this is delicious. Really, I am not gonna lie, that is tasty. Okay, because I've had the, just the bacon soda before, uh-huh. and it is gross. Yeah, this one is 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 good. Take a swig of that. Have you ever eaten chocolate covered bacon? Yeah, it's delicious. It's good. It's it a salty really, sweet. Yeah. That's actually oh, not bad. That's really good. Yeah, I'm actually surprised of how good that is. Wow. Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. Let's get a picture of that That's, bad boy for. Wow. Uh, Where'd you get that? Uh, that was at Total Wine. That's really good. You wouldn't yeah. think chocolate soda would taste good. That's oh wow, it is. Yeah, it's that like carbonated that, chocolate milk. Yeah, that's. I, I had the chocolate covered bacon at uh, where was it? Uh, it was uh, on the wharf, or Fisherman's uh, Wharf in San Francisco. There's a candy store. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so so rate that one on a scale of one to ten. Uh, by the Lagunitas, as being the what? What's Lagunitas on a scale of one to ten? Oh, that was probably a five. Um, it was okay, but it wasn't. I would I would never buy it. Okay. Uh, this bacon soda. Definitely, honestly, eight. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, so like as a baseline, what where do you have like a good orange cream soda on that list? Oh, I'm a big fan of orange I cream love soda. Orange cream soda. Uh, like that would be up there in ten. Like so a ten. Okay, so that, I've I've never had a bad one. Yeah. Have you ever been to the restaurant BJ's? Yeah. Their orange cream you, soda. You get the, those are bottomless. Did not know that. Yeah, because when you you get your uh, their uh, root beer, and then their cream sodas and orange sodas. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's just like ordering a soda, but they're they're bottomless. So most restaurants, when you get like, you say, oh, I'll take a Sprite, that will be 
the unlimited, but then you have their specialty stuff. Usually it's like, you know, you pay per refill, but BJ's it's, it's oh, free. Don't tell me that. Cause they're Get it, delicious there. Yeah, yeah. That's trouble. I think they make it there too. I, I think so. Yeah. They make their own beer, right? They, I know, I know for sure they make root beer there. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what I'm talking about. So those, you have the root beer, then you have the orange. Don't they have like soda. cherry Coke too, or something like that. I don't know, but I think the one, um, in Roseville, I think those, um, what are they called when you're the brewery silo looking things? I think those are all fake. Oh, I heard they really don't. Really? Yeah, I, that's so, a lot of room to take up for. That's what I thought. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't think those are fake. I'm like, why would you put that there? Would you just put up pictures? I'm like, it's an empty yeah, room. That's a lot of real estate. So I think the person who told me that is not knowing what they're talking about. But if anybody actually knows, let me know because I want to settle that argument now and say that I'm right and they're wrong and rub it in their face. So awesome. So cool. Another beverage segment down. So let's get into our uh, topic of the day. All right. So I'm pretty excited about this topic. Um, This topic is our, we're each going to say our top three favorite action movies. Now, there's been some discussion in here on what classifies as an action movie. Um, In my mind, I, I think of like guns, like, Fight scenes. Fight scenes. Uh, really good, uh, like a score, like a music to it. That just really uh, gets you in the moment. So we're going to do start on our number three. And then uh, we'll go around. Then we'll do our twos. And we'll do our ones. Then we're going to take a consensus, consensus based off of those nine that we have. And we're going to come up with our top three. Top three top for three. the show. Yeah. So I will kick us off, and I will explain why. So all three of these movies that are on my thing are based off of um, rewatchability. So if I'm scrolling through the TV and I see this movie on, I'm like, yep, I'm watching that because I love that movie, and it has to have a good score. I love cinematic scores on movies. So mine, my number three is going to be The Rock. With oh. uh, Nicolas Cage, and uh, I didn't even uh, think of that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Alcatraz, uh, very John, good movie. I, I've actually seen that one. What? what? Yeah, I've wow, seen that that's one. good. Yeah. Okay. So it was filmed in San Francisco. Just a fantastic film. I love it. Um, yeah, definitely. I own it. Um, Watch. I could almost v- VHS or DVD. I think I had it on both at one point, but uh, I have it on Blu-ray right now. Okay. Actually. I think it's DVD. I don't think they made it for Blu-ray yet. One of the two. That's a good pick. I didn't even think so. Of that's that. my number. That's a good one. All right. So that's my number three. Go for it, Wilson. Okay. Um. So, w- are we going to talk about the the series that is off the boards? Go ahead and talk about that series because okay. Yeah. So, all of us for sure have this in our top three, and it's it's probably our our top one. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I but love those movies. any movie. In the John Wick series, is going to be number one. Excommunicado. <laughs> that that the the fight scenes, the 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 gun scenes. Even if you go in and look at uh, Keanu Reeves and like how he trained for the whole movie, the all the series and everything. It's impressive. Like, yeah, yeah. He he. Uh, a professional shooter named Taron Ta- or Taron Butler uh, trained him. Really? And he owns he owns the company Taron Tactical, who like they make like aftermarket gun parts and stuff like that. 
Yeah, it's super impressive. They they also trained Halle Berry too. Really? Yeah, it's like all over YouTube, man. Which oh. I haven't seen part three yet. So don't yeah, know oh, I haven't either. Yeah, <laughs> neither have I. Bro date, but, but I'm I'm gonna already say that it's probably. I, I've heard up good there. things about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that whole series is not on any of our list because we would all have it on there. We would. We, our top we three would be it. John Wick one, two, and three. Yeah, we haven't even seen one of them. It'd be the quickest know. episode yeah. to mankind. <laughs> okay, so my my number three is gonna be. It's a little bit older movie. Well, not not that old. It's from the nineties, but it's. Uh, Tombstone. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh my god! Sorry, man. Sorry. Ta- uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Kurt Russell. Russell. Bill, uh, Paxton. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. R.I.P. Is, is uh, what? Didn't he die? Bill Paxton passed away. Yes. Yeah. Is the dude from uh, the Big Lebowski in it? Uh, dude with the mustache, Sam Elliott. Yes. 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 Okay. okay. One of the I've heard of the movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It is excellent, and like Val Kilmer's Doc Holiday is like. Yeah, and like, Kurt, it's really Kurt good. Russell, he, he's he's incredible. See, in that two movie. movies came out that same year though, didn't Wyatt Earp came out the same year? Nah, that was a little after. Was it? Because I always got those two movies mixed up because Wyatt Earp was Kevin Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah, and I always got those two movies mixed up. I don't up, think I've ever seen that excellent. one. It's good. They're Tomb- both good, but Tombstone's excellent. Tombstone, yeah, that's my number three. How about you, John? Okay, I'm gonna before I, I name my list, I do want to say one thing. Uh, we kind of already touched on here. I haven't seen a lot of movies, and a lot of people get very angry about with me about that loser (laughs) uh and if i have watched movies they're mainly comedies but i watch more tv shows than anything but i have seen movies and my third movie i had to pick from this director because he's my favorite director oh i think i know yeah and uh this one seemed like the more and the most action like so I'm going to go with Inglorious Bastards by okay, director that, Quentin Tarantino. That is one of my honorable mentions. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yes. I, I love Tarantino, man. It, it was so hard to condense my list to three. That could have been in there. Do you like Tarantino? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I have, a, what's it, The Hateful Eight? Yeah. I own that. I haven't watched it yet. I do like really? Tarantino. Oh, um, I like that movie. I, I, I do like Tarantino. I really want to see his new one. I think we were talking about yeah. the, the yeah, new one, The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, which is funny because there's actually at last night's podcast uh, with Dak Shepard, the guest was talking about Quentin Tarantino and how the race, you know, they could use the N word in the movies. And since Tarantino's like writing it, is it okay that a white guy is uh, using the N word? But Dax was like, yeah, but it's Samuel L. Jackson saying it, <laughs> you know, yeah. or it's, you know, whatever. But they got this huge discussion about it. But, uh, wasn't Quentin Tarantino only making like twelve films? Nine. Nine. This is his last. His last this one. Is last yeah. one. Yeah. Do they say what he was doing after that? Like producing He'll or probably produce or like co-direct and stuff like that or write. But uh-huh. this is his last movie. He's a weird dude. Does, I does love he? The guy. Does he make a cameo in it? He might. In, in what? In the new one. Uh, I I don't know. Huh. Um, I know. I think um, Tarantino also. Uh, there was this movie theater. I could be wrong. Down in L.A. in Hollywood, your sister might actually know Wilson. Uh, it's called the New Beverly, or some people call it the New Bev. And I think Tarantino actually bought it because it was going under, and he plays nothing but old films like that, like influenced Tarantino. Yeah, huh. Jackie Brown, all those movies, and he'll play those movies. So you basically go to a movie theater and you see these flashback movies. That's cool. Yeah. Do you want to know a, a fun fact about Tarantino? You and are the, the fat guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Facts by handy. Go ahead. <laughs> Straight facts. 
So in the movie Inglorious Bastards, there's a scene where uh, I can't remember the the French girl. Yeah. Where she gets choked out by uh, I can't remember that guy's the, name. The the Christoph Waltz. Dude. Yeah, Christoph yes. Waltz. Yeah. Fantastic actor too. So when you see her on the ground getting choked out, those are Tarantino's hands. Oh, okay. Yeah, he. I that guess that was his cameo. Yeah, so I guess in <laughs> I guess like he didn't feel it was authentic enough, so he was like, "All right, let me choke you," and she was like, "Okay," and then she gets choked. That's like Mel Gibson in Passion of the Christ. He had um, he was one of the hand that was um, nailing the uh, nail into Jesus' hand. That was Mel Gibson's hand. That was his cameo. Oh. Really? Facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what's We're your number two? Number two. Let me pull up my phone here. Don't look at my list. I have like a huge list, but I have also a list of honorable mentions, and I'm debating on just, oh, man. No, I'm going to keep my original list. The next one um, has one of my favorite actors who isn't in a ton of movies, but this is the first movie I've ever seen him in, and I remember having a crush on the lead actress growing up. I was like, so me being an adolescent male at the time i'm like i'm gonna rewatch this movie over and over again but i pick speed with keanu reeves and sandra bolt that i don't know you never seen it i i've seen it but i don't know if it'd be up there for me i don't oh, even have it on honorable mentions the scene with the elevator at the very beginning um you never seen it? I, not, I, not I don't think it. he was born when the first one came out. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't, because he was born when I was a freshman. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I think the movie came out when in I was in... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the movie came out when I was in um, seventh grade. But the elevator falling scene at the very beginning, that's always been a fear of mine. And the premise handy is basically, um, there's this... Uh, I can't give away too much because I really want you to see it, but um, there's a he bus. He won't watch it. There's he a, doesn't watch movies. There's a bus. I'll watch it like, if it's recommended to but me. There's, there's this bus. It's rigged to explode if the uh, speedometer. speedometer goes below a certain miles per hour. Um, what if it runs out of gas? Well, then, then it blows up. Then it blows oh, up. okay. Well, yeah. Keanu Reeves is um, a lost LAPD officer, and he, he's tasked to um, be on this bus and somehow keep it going. Well, they're in LA and there's traffic oh, like rush hour. Yeah. So they're having to do all these things. It's just, it's just, it's this high intensity. And then the score of yeah, that I guess movie I can is really good. Now. I love that score. The da, 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 da. I just, Oh, I got the look. You, you right are, now. you're the music guy. So. Yeah. I, I, I love like compositions in movies. Like I'll listen while I'm at work. I'll listen to like Hans Zimmer, Steve Jablonski, John, John Williams, John Williams. Yeah. Hmm. I'll listen to all those guys all day long. Star Wars. Yeah, oh, Star okay. Wars. Yeah. And Jaws. Um, oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. What, what about Never that seen guy Jaws. With that, that NBA. Oh, John Tesh? Yeah. Oh, don't even <laughs> get started on John Tesh, man. Oh, Tesh is good. I love My Tesh. mom likes John Tesh. And Yanni. Yanni's fantastic. That sounds familiar. Yeah, he's good. So so, uh, so Keanu Reeves. And uh, then Keanu, Keanu Reeves was also in the movie that we said we can't have on the list. Yeah. John is, Wick. Is Keanu Reeves on any other movies here? Uh, let me let me see here. We should do. He, a, he's not on my number one. We should do a, a top three Keanu Reeves movies sometime. Oh, because Bill and Ted's excellent oh. adventure <laughs> is number one. Wilson, it's all you, baby. All me. Um, so this one I don't know because we were kind of talking earlier. I don't know if this one's considered more drama. It's a rom com. Than uh, action, book. but I feel like there is plenty of action in this movie. 
But my number two we'll decide right now. would have to be American Sniper. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's an actual. Yeah. 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 See, now, I was debating, because I, I actually played this uh, game leading up in the week with my buddy Brandon. And forgive me, Brandon, because he'll listen to us. I can't remember what his top three were, but uh, I believe his top one was uh, Lone Survivor. Okay. Which oh, is also a good movie. A good um, but um, I was like, man, I'm like... American Sniper, like, is there more action in that than in Hurt Locker? It's been a long time I've, since I yeah. watched that movie. Because remember, if I remember correctly, in Hurt Locker, it was more the intense, uh, soft mo- movements to defuse a bomb. Yeah, that's what makes so. It's not really action to me. It's just more like uh, suspense. Yeah, to me. So I can see American Sniper on there. Yeah, because American Sniper's firefights through. Like three yeah, quarters like of the movie, clearing buildings and yeah. popping heads off. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you a question about that. Who do you think? Okay, Chris Kyle in yeah. real life, I think resembles Chris Pratt more than Bradley Cooper. I I don't. Yeah. I think. Okay, the, wait. Yes, yes, but at no. The, at the time the movie was made, Chris Pratt wasn't really in shape yet. That's right. He was still in the office was, or uh, uh, the Parks, Parks and Rec. And Rec. Yeah. I've Bradley Cooper gained like sixty pounds for that role. Cooper's the man. But Cooper, Cooper, like was more skinny like beforehand like if you look at like scooper cooper had to put on weight like yeah. if, if you look at chris pratt right now like he looks like he would only have to put on like 10 or 12 pounds to be that role he's oh. a big guy and little little fact for you the okay. the scene in american sniper where he's out there uh at the base uh doing like deadlifts or something like that with the weights he was actually doing that much weight. Like those were real weights on there because they wanted it to look realistic. Bradley Cooper's a stud. Yeah. I got to watch it again. I remember uh, it was an excellent movie though. Yeah. I haven't read the book. I actually started reading the book, but I, I did read the book and the book is just is good? as good. Yeah. You only recommended it to yep. me. So I'll, I'll, I'll watch, I'll listen to it. Audible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. Oh, yeah. your turn. Okay. So for my second one, uh, I think is a movie you probably guys have not seen. It's a very old movie. And, Try me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so growing up, I was kind of sheltered a little bit. So my movie selection was, was kind of limited. I wasn't actually allowed to watch star Wars until I was 13. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So this one, I was allowed to watch because it had some like history to it. And this movie is based on true story. Steve McQueen, the great escape. You know, I'm not going to lie. I've heard of it. Is it the one with the motorcycle? Yeah, it's a very yeah famous motorcycle scene. Going through the fences, I think yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've never seen it. Uh, I've never I seen it. I want to see it. Boom. I, I don't think I've seen it. So I've seen a movie that you guys haven't seen. It's a great movie. This is the it's a classic. First and last time this will ever happen. <laughs> Have you seen Bullet? It's with yes. the car, right? With Steve yes. McQueen, yeah. I've never seen that one either. Oh, man. Steve McQueen's the man. Yeah, I, I've... Um, wasn't he in the Towering Inferno? I mentioned that earlier today. I, I don't know. I don't. He might have been, uh, but um, I think my parents liked him as an actor. Um, but I, I've never seen. He, he was like the man back in the day. Yeah, he was. I think he was like. He, you know, he reminds me of is Daniel Craig. Oh yeah. 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 Because yeah. the lighter hair, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's, right. that's that's on my list. I gotta check that out. I'm actually been on a kick lately of. Uh, Watching older movies, mainly Hitchcock, um, so like black and white movies. Okay. Um, I got that kick on Christmas because every year for Christmas we'll watch It's a Wonderful Life. 
and it's an excellent movie. And I'm always crying at the end of that movie. And so I'm like, man, you know, like with, uh, it always cracks me up Jimmy Stewart's accent that he does, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the moon on Lasso it for you, you know. And uh, I'm like, man, I, it, the acting is completely different from today. It's like kind of overacting a little bit. Yeah. But something about the black and white movies and um, like I just started watching the original, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Night of the Living Dead in color. Oh, which, yeah. is, which is weird. I'm like, man, because I've only seen it in black and white. So it's kind of kind of puts like it in perspective. My, my wife watches that a lot. And then she also watches like the old Twilight Zone episodes oh. all the time. Aren't yeah. they remaking the Twilight Zone? Yeah, they Jordan, Jordan Peele's oh, doing it. I love it. Jordan Peele. It's on a CBS All Access. So it's like a paid subscription. Oh. But Jordan Peele, that dude is like doing some crazy stuff. Uh, did you like Get Out? I loved Get Out. That was a good movie. It was. I liked it because it was, wasn't. I don't know if I've seen it. Dude, it's the one where they like, they like. You can't it? really I talk can't really, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the um, interracial couple, and she. Oh yeah, yeah I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. But like the, the new movie Us is a trip. I haven't seen it yet. It's it's really good. My wife and I went and saw it in the theater. I loved it. Okay. Um, some people didn't like it, but you're gonna have haters. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But the uh, um, the old black and white Twilight Zones are really really good. Yeah. My favorite one was the one with uh, Burgess Meredith, where he's the um bank teller and he loves to read and his wife always gives him a lot of crap for reading all the time and so she's like you know he's like hiding books because she doesn't like him reading and so for his lunch break at the bank he goes into the bank vault to read as he's reading an atomic bomb hits but he's in the bank vault so he lives (laughs) so he comes out and he's like the only he's the last man alive and then he he ends up um walking and walking and he finds this library it's like his you know, pot at the golden at the end of the rainbow, you know? And he's just like, all oh, these books. Oh my gosh. You know, you can read them all. But then he like steps on his glasses. Oh, so now oh, I can't read. No. And you're like, Oh, you just feel that dread. And, but yeah, that was, that was kind of one of my favorite ones. I think those are on uh, Netflix right now. Yeah. I think yeah. that's where she watches all of them. Yeah. All so, right. Let's move on to number one. Number one. I hope no one else got this now. Um, if you follow us on Facebook, um, Adam Wilson and I had a pretty similar list. So my number one is is one of his, is is actually on his uh, list. And if Handy has not seen this, I highly recommend it because it is a f- very fun movie. It has good soundtrack, a lot of good acting in it. And one of my favorite like action heroes, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, Last Action Hero. Oh my gosh, I used to watch that all the time when it, I was younger. So, you never seen it? That was, that was like one it. of the first PG thirteen movies I was allowed to watch. So, if I remember correctly, because I actually just rebought it. Um, Walmart had these throwback Blu rays mm-hmm. that the cover looks like an old VHS, and it was ten bucks. Oh, Get I got that one in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, that's a good one too. And I've I, seen that. And I'm like, oh really? So I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna get those two. So Last Action Hero is basically this kid is like infatuated with this action hero star. Um, I can't remember. His name. I think it's like Jack something. Yeah. Um, which is Arnold in the movies. Well, there's this magic ticket that this kid has in his pocket or something, and he ends up going in the, in the movie. movie. So in the movie, all these things are happening that are completely far-fetched and never happen. Like, 
you know, he's dodging like 50 bullets and the kid's like, dude, you're, you're so-and-so you're the action star. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm an LAPD cop. And then it turns where Arnold ends up in the real world and notices like, it ain't like Hollywood anymore. It's real life. Like, why am I shooting this car and it's not blowing up? Yeah. Like with one shot in the gas (laughs) tank and there's a lot of comedy involved. Um, It's really good. I highly recommend it. So last action, hero. last action hero. That's one of my favorites. And I will watch that. Like I'll watch that movie on loop if I have to. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, oh, by the way, Adam, you had an excellent list. By the way, I think that's why we get along so good. <laughs> and Wilson, what you got? Okay, so again, um, this it could be somewhat drama, but it has a lot of action in it, and it is by far, I think, my favorite movie ever made. Oh, out of any genre. Out of any genre. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm listening. And it's uh, End of Watch. Oh. Okay. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, You want to tell the story? (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a a good story about End of Watch, Tommy and I, when we used to work together. Yeah. uh, We had to sit and wait to meet a person at one of our, the places where we had to go and work. Um, And it was... I think we had to wait for two and a half hours. It was a long time. So we were sitting in our truck together and I was like, hey, I got this movie and it's on my phone. Let's watch it. So Tommy and I watched and watch together in the truck. And I think we were both like near tears at the end of it. We're like, I love you, man. (laughs) I love you, dude. I'll never let you go. But I I mean, this movie, like, like I have a, I have a, somewhat of a background in law enforcement and this movie is like one of the best portrayals of actual like law enforcement um i don't know what you call it but like this it it mirrors almost perfectly like how it is in law enforcement like i've never worked in in los angeles so i don't know how that would be but i'm assuming it would it would be like this like you're dealing with cartel you're dealing with Gangsters, you're dealing with everything down crappy there. Crappy parents yeah. locking their crappy babies par- in. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, that's a definitely a good movie. I mean, and, and uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena, they went on ride-alongs with LAPD for six months straight to get into the role that they were going to play in this movie. So that they had all the mannerisms down, uh, talking on the radio, everything. Jake Gyllenhaal, super underrated actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Bubble Boy, dude. Okay. He was Bubble Boy? <laughs> he was Bubble Boy. Oh, man. Brokeback Mountain. Oh. <laughs> That's another podcast. Uh, that's yeah. a whole, yeah. <laughs> well, the one I wanted to put on this list, but we decided was a, was a different genre, was Southpaw. And he's in that movie, too. He's just, oh, yeah. It's a, a great movie. Yeah. Southpaw. Th- we're going to, that'll probably come up in our. Oh, yeah. yeah we our, made a new category here. Yeah. Uh, man flicks man flicks uh, thanks to handy so that could basically be action movie or basically a movie that in my mind motivates you like you're like dude i want to go do that like I, I see it as like a movie that like would make a man cry a man oh, flick. yeah because like a chick flick is gonna make a chick cry but like not a man cry you know maybe yeah. but like you know like like a movie that you haven't seen like field of dreams uh, God, i cried yeah, every time i haven't, haven't seen it want to have a catch Oh, dude, don't, 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 <laughs> dude. That's it, Dad. Dad, can we have a catch? I'm like, I'm like, just waterfalls, dude. Yep. I haven't seen Field of Dreams. Oh I'll, my gosh! I'll watch it before we do that. This yeah. is this is called American Noise. Yeah. 
and baseball is American pastime. You need to watch it. Yep, this is true. All right, what's your um, number one? Okay, so this one uh, is, is one of the same with what you just said. One of the best movies ever made, I think, in my opinion, and it has one of my favorite actors. Okay, okay, Mr. Tom Hanks. Oh, I thought you were gonna say thanks. Tom Green. Tom Green. <laughs> <laughs> Second favorite. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Tom Hanks, all right? It's, uh, it also has an actor I don't like. Oh, I know what you... I know... I don't I don't really like Matt Damon too uh, yeah. much. And now I know what, yeah. what movie you're talking about here. Um, Saving Private Ryan. Yep. It's a good movie. It's an excellent movie. There, Great there, movie. There's, there's no action in it, though. Are you kidding? No, I'm kidding. Are you dumb? I'm all, wait, wait, wait. Is Forrest Gump? Right? No. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a great movie. When we, yeah, when we do, like, top three best movies of all time, like, no genre... Yeah, Forrest Gump's in mine, for sure. I love that movie. Speaking of which, they're actually the 25th anniversary that's coming up. Really? And they're re-showing it, and I think Studio Movie Girl in Rockland, oh. to see it on the big screen. When I, did, I saw it when it first came out on the big screen. Did I hear that they're going to make like a sequel to it? I hope not. They they keep running out of ideas, man. They're just trying to make a sequel of everything or a remake of everything. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. That, okay. That's a good one right there. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, that so, scene yeah. is that, that's, that's the movie with Barry Pepper in it, right? Where he's in the sniper tower and he's praying yeah. as he's oh that scene because you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and I'm like oh dude, this dude's gonna get smoked on top of this watchtower, and it's a good movie. It's a, it's a powerful movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually, uh, I think when that movie came out, it inspired that Band of Brothers series. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say it's not a movie, but Band of Brothers. I love that yeah. series. Have love you seen it. the Pacific? The other one that's about the. Uh, um, the like, uh, I think you do you Pacific have it Theater. on like DVD or I have it on Blu ray. I have, I think you Pacific. gave it to me to watch. I think, it, well, maybe I'll, I don't know. Either, either way, I have it, uh, but it's uh, it's an excellent movie. I mean, I haven't finished the Pacific, but Banner Brothers is you've seen Banner, obviously, yeah. Like, the that's real, dude. Like, like you see the guys at the beginning and they talk about their story, and then you see the acted out. And you know, like those guys actually went through all that crap, and it's uh, makes you feel. I've never watched a, sh- a TV show that made me feel less of a man, because I'm like, wow, yeah, I'm complaining about someone not putting their shoes away. Yeah, these guys are getting murdered. Well, yeah. dude, it's crazy. I'm getting like teary eyed talking did, about did it. Did you Did you notice Jimmy Fallon had a cameo in that? He did. In oh, Band of Brothers. Yeah. Uh-uh. You didn't see Jimmy Fallon? Uh-uh. Yeah, he has like a really small part where he like comes up and like says like a line and then like runs off. I remember David Schwimmer did. David Schwimmer did. Well, he was a big part of it. He was like the drill sergeant. Yeah, yeah. which is funny because like, hey, Monica, hey, Rachel. <laughs> this guy's like a drill sergeant having to eat all the spaghetti then go for their run. So. Yeah, look it up on YouTube or something. Jimmy Fallon had like one scene. Okay. All right. So to go down the list, we have my top, uh, you know, we'll top. We'll start from the top to the bottom for me. Last Action Hero, Speed, and The Rock. Wilson is End of Watch, American Sniper, and Tombstone. Handy is Saving Private Ryan, The Great Escape, and Inglorious Bastards. Wow, it's going to be tough to rate those because I haven't seen The Great Escape. So so we're going to go through and we're going to take each person's number three, each person's number two, each person's number one, and we're going to make an American Noise top three list. So somewhat, what one so of ours is represented somewhere. One of ours is represented. So out of all three of the out of, out of mine, I'm gonna vote. What? No, 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 oh, no, no. no. We're we're gonna go. 
each person's number three. Mm-hmm. We're gonna vote on which one is actually. Oh, I got you. I got three. you. I got there you. So you go. let's go one, two, and three. Okay, so three: The Rock, Tombstone, or Inglorious Bastards. Oh, man, that's I'm, a tough I'm one. I'm gonna with mine. I'm gonna have to say Inglorious <laughs> yeah. Bastards too because. Tarantino needs to be on there somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, I mean, we're doing majority rules, apparently. Yeah. So This is democracy. This is American noise. <laughs> America. <laughs> so, Inglorious Bastards is going to be number three. And uh, so, number two, we got Speed, American Sniper, Great Escape. I'm, I'm going to say Sniper has to be on there. See, I'm, I haven't seen Speed, and I know you haven't seen Great Escape, so I'm going to have to go with... Uh, American Sniper. I'll go for American Sniper, yeah. too. Just to be fair. American Sniper. Sniper no sniping. Boots? <laughs> Number one, Last Action Hero, End of Watch, Saving Private Ryan. This, oh. this is a hard one because these are all really good movies. They they are. And the funny thing is, is like my number one is like an action comedy of sorts. Yeah. Your guys is all serious. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like, well, I, 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 I guess we're going to pick um, the serious ones. And I, I haven't seen yours, so I can't vote for you. I'm voting for End of Watch because that movie actually, in <laughs> how would I say this, in my old line of work, it's kind of like I live some of those scenes. Yeah. Um, and that movie is like, kind of gave me a little bit of PTSD. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I believed it. Not discounting saving Private Ryan and all. It just, I didn't have a personal attachment to it. Yeah. So I'm going to end of watch. I think, I, I think I'll go end of watch too then. Okay, I'll go end of watch. Okay. okay. <laughs> so we got number three, Inglorious Bastards, two, American Sniper, and one, end of watch. It's a pretty good list. Oh, yeah. Now Handy has to go watch everything. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, let us know on Facebook uh, what uh, what your guys's are, or if you disagree um, with uh, you know Wils- yeah, Wilson. There's there's so many movies out there. I mean, like I I can go over some of my honorable mentions. Yeah, you like, start. Well, you start with honorable mentions. Okay, uh, so I, we talked about Inglorious Bastards already because um, that's that's our number three. That was one of my honorable mentions. Uh, I also have Django on there. That's a good uh, one. That's, that's a great movie. Yeah. Hateful Eight I have on there, too. So all Tarantino movies. Right. Um, one that was very close to making my list, uh, Gladiator. Never seen it. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever seen Reservoir Dogs? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, that yes. was on my honorable mention. Is that okay, his that's first a movie? I think so. I think it was his first. Yeah, that's it's got, really old. I just got the DVD, like a collector's edition, for like three bucks. Really? Yeah, I found oh. it used. Love that movie. Uh, w- uh, one movie that I have on here that I really don't like the actor that's in it, but it's a great movie, The Town. Oh, Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. Yeah. That's another movie that, out of any movie I've ever seen that could represent, like, a real-life industry, that's the one. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what it's like. And I actually got mad at that movie because I'm like, they kind of gave away a little too much. Someone, someone behind the scenes had firsthand experience yeah. with that job. Yeah, you could tell. What, yeah, what's it about? Uh, it's about a town like in, outside of Boston. It's not in Boston. Boston. It's, it's it's a part of Boston mm-hmm. that like you have to take a bridge to get to or something. Like the bridge is the only way out. Um, and this group of people robs banks in armored cars. Yeah, and the. It's pretty realistic. It's pretty oh, okay. good. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy Renner. 
Jeremy isn't it, Renner, yeah. Isn't it as well? Oh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Um, the the two other movies I have have the same actor in them. Um, one's, uh, well, any of these, The Equalizer. Denzel? Some of my favorite movies. The D- Denzel? Yeah. And then I also have Book of Eli on there, which oh. is, is kind of more of a, I guess, suspense. Oh, okay. Basically, it's, it's Fahrenheit 451 in current time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll count that as action, though. Book of Eli is a great movie. Yeah, it's a good there, movie. There's some great action scenes oh, yeah. in that movie. Denzel, I don't think, has ever put out a bad movie. Have you seen Flight? Oh, oh the yeah, one where, you, where they landed the plane. Yeah, yeah, that movie, my wife and I talk about the movie all the time. That movie is just, it's one of those movies where it's like the, the plane situation is only part of the movie. The bigger part of the story is the alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, well, this movie is so powerful. It's so good. Uh, do you want to go over your honorable mentions, Handy, or do you want me to go? Uh I had end of watch on my honorable mentions, but okay. turns out being our number one. Uh, I had Deadpool in ours on mine. That, I, I mean, that's a great action movie. There's a lot of action in that. It's, it's just we it's should go for our like, favorite like like superhero movies. We we can uh, do that yeah, one too. Could be one. Yeah, that could be one. That's definitely gonna be number one for me. Yeah, Deadpool is very entertaining because it's the action and the comedy. So, yeah. So that's one movie where because you know a lot of the times. The sequels are not as good as as the first. I thought Deadpool two was better than Deadpool. It 1. was great. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And the cast was good too. Oh yeah, Brad Pitt, amazing. When was Brad Pitt? Oh, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, and and uh, um, what's his name? Um, uh, the guy that played Pennywise. It. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He's re- in there. Really quick, but, but, <laughs> but Brad Pitt had the quickest cameo ever, and I was I was actually at that movie with my buddy Brandon, and we're watching it, and we're we. We both look at each other and we go, is that Brad Pitt? <laughs> like that. I'm like, I think it was. I looked it up on IMDb right afterwards. I'm like, oh, that is that was Brad Pitt. That was really funny. You don't know who Brad Pitt was? Oh, you're wearing a Deadpool shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I was Are like, you a fan? Uh, no, I just like the face. Okay. I like Ryan Reynolds. Oh, huge Ryan Reynolds fan. I do like Ryan Reynolds, though. He's, he's hilarious. He is. We'll forget about the Green Lantern, but everything else he's in. Yeah. I didn't oh mind God. the Green Lantern. Really? I didn't mind it. Uh. I heard so many bad things about it that I didn't watch it. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I think that's where he met his wife. Like, yeah, that, that is, yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. But he, that guy has uh, a lot of like quick wit about him. and he's, he, I love his like sense of humor, like his sarcasm. Yeah. Like, super dry, yeah. Yeah, have you seen Just Friends? That one's pretty no, funny. Which one's that? Uh, that's, we'll say that for the comedy show. Okay. Yeah. You, you okay. watched that one. That okay. one's really funny. Him in the fat suit is hilarious. Wait, what about Waiting. No, oh, that's man. a yeah. That movie, I love that movie, but uh, it kind of freaks me out because I'm like, I do they really do that? <laughs> oh, me and my friends used to play that game, the goat. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, oh, like legitimately, <laughs> like legitimately, we used to play like yeah. Did, did what was it called? The bat wing. The bat, you, there's the bat wing. There's the goat, and there's there's one other one I can't remember. Sounds like tour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Were those all your honorable mansions? Um, I, I that I wrote down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mine, I have a list. <laughs> um, like I said, mine have to uh, do with uh, a lot with the music behind it. So uh, Face Off was one. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that actually makes my, that's like the worst movie ever made, in my opinion. Are you serious? In my opinion. I hate Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Who? What? Where? Oh, God. Sorry, I don't mean to hate on you, but I, just, I hate that But you're not movie. hating on me. You're hating on the movie. I hate on that movie, I don't yeah. take any offense. <laughs> I hate that movie. I, I liked it. Um, 
Nicholas Cage is a different actor, though. I mean, he's putting out some uh, movies now that are pretty, uh, like, I believe they're like straight to DVD. But uh, he he's done some Netflix movies too, I think. Yeah, he did one called Mom and Dad. It's it's him and Selma Blair, and I watched it, and it's a uh, basically like uh, like the zombie apocalypse, but only adults turn into the zombies, and the kids have to fend for themselves, but the parents are killing their kids. What? It's a trip. There, have you seen the opposite of that? The movie Cooties. Uh, with Rain Wilson, I haven't seen that one yet, but I heard about Where it. Where all the kids turn into zombies? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, I, I love those quirky movies like Shaun of the Dead Dude, and stuff like was, that. That was a great I movie. I heard like um, Nicolas Cage a few years back had like real bad money issues. So I think that's why he's doing those. I think so, yeah. too. Uh, now, my number one was, um, I, I could have brought it to number two, um, is Broken Arrow. That's uh, Christian Slater and John Travolta. Um, that's just a... All around good movie. That, is that the military one? Yeah, well, they stole a nuke. Oh, okay. Off the B fifty two bomber, and they, they it was staged. It, I don't want to give too much away because a lot of these movies I want Handy to watch because they're fantastic. But it, 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 broken Arrow is like a military term, right? Yeah, that means like a Broken Arrow is like uh like a nuke or a missile has been like stolen or is missing. I oh, think. Okay. Um. So then I'm just going to go down the list really quick. Well, John Wick's on here. Obviously, we already talked about that. Uh, Terminator, the original, and the second one. And there's a new one coming out, I too. know. I, it looks good. I'll watch it. But the original got me into it, and the second one has more action than the first one. But I just love the uh, eeriness of the first one because it was so dark. Yeah. It was like, oh, my gosh, like everyone's dying, and it just it, I, I just loved it. Die Hard, obviously, should be on everyone's list. Yeah, and... I but, mean, they they got a little uh, corny towards the end there. Yeah, the Bruce Willis minute. on a Harrier. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, the entire Matrix series. I love that when oh, it came man. out. Oh man, the Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah. yeah, Keanu Reeves like he's kind of one of my faves. Him and Matthew McConaughey are one of my favorite actors. Oh, I love Matthew McConaughey. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And then uh, the one that I wanted to put on here more as a joke, the movie. Super corny, but it's probably one of the most action-filled movies I've seen in a long time was The Expendables. Oh, I forgot about uh, those. I've never seen those. Are you kidding I've me? I've never seen those. The Terminators, the Diehards, never seen them. Speaking of Expendables, there's a new Rambo coming out. Yeah. Never seen the Rambos. Yet. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Seriously. Just strap me in front of a TV and just start pumping out movies and make me watch them. I mean, do you have Netflix? Yeah. I'll give most you my of password. These, yeah, <laughs> most of these are on Netflix. So the Expendables is basically every action hero in yeah. a movie that together. It, it's got Stallone. It's got. But Bruce he doesn't know Willis. who Stallone is. I know who Sir <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> um, but they're literally uh, Jason Statham's in it. Yeah. Um, it was Bill Goldberg in that one too. Oh, oh yeah. What's the, what are those movies with Jason Statham where he's that he's the driver? Oh, uh, transporter. Transporter. Dude, those those are made our list. Yeah, uh, honorable mention right there. Yeah, yeah definitely. Those are good. I only seen the first one. That's good. They're all pretty good. See, what's funny is no one no one uh, listened to any Tom Cruise movies, and, like which brought movies. me to the question: I, I Is Top Gun an action movie? I yes. consider it a drama. Um, I it's got. I'm gonna say it has one of the best scenes ever. Volleyball in a movie. scene. Oh yeah. Oh, the volleyball. Do you remember scene. the song that was playing there at that time? Oh, what was the song? It was Kenny Loggins. Oh, oh, dang. no, it's not Danger Zone. Playing, playing with them boys. 
and then they flex in the uh, in the into the cameras. Like, Ooh, wearing his wearing his uh, tight tight uh, pants and no shirt on. I'm gonna go watch Top Gun when I get home. Wilson likes that. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. You got Days of Thunder. Oh man, I love that movie. Days of Thunder is good, but I'm like, not action. It's yeah, not, I, I consider it's not drama, action. but it's a great yeah. movie. Wait, could I have counted Talladega Nights as an action movie? Yes, because that scene where he's like on fire, supposedly. Yeah, yeah it's action. Such pack. a good movie. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Oh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> so there you have it. Our top three action. You guys may not agree with that, but I don't care. Because yeah. um, this is America and we're allowed free choices. Um, so, yeah, um, next week uh, or next time we're gonna have another discussion not sure what's gonna be about yet but um let us know on facebook um what you think of uh what your top threes are gonna be for the action movies all right so based off of that um action movies comes a pretty serious topic this is where we shift gears a little bit um a lot of people seem to think that violent action movies um music um that has bad lyrics um video games video games influences the way we behave. I could personally say I don't believe that because I watch the most gruesome horror movies, the most violent action movies, and I listen to the most um, like angry metal music there is. I'm one of the leaders in my church, and I've never been to jail, and I'm just you. You've been to jail. I worked there, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't see. Um, I think in my mind. I don't think that those movies are the issue. I think I personally think it becomes like a parenting thing. Um, telling your kids like, Hey, you can watch this, but know that this isn't right. Hold on. Jelly bean. Go for it. He made a noise. Handy made a noise. Did we, did you see what that was? No. Nope. And where he's doing the jelly bean right now. Oh, okay. Which one is it? Handy. Take a guess. Oh, this is the, the, um, got that chewing noise in there. I love it. It's like ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of perverts. Uh, this is the dirt one. Or the earthworm one. Was there a it, dirt it's, one? It's either dirt or earthworm. Okay, but both live in the dirt, so yeah. you're good. Oh, gross. Eat it. Yep. Wash it down. Yeah. That's two today for him. One for me. I've got zero. Wait, it's still <laughs> early. No. Um, but I think it's like a parenting thing because. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to let my daughter watch Saw. But eventually, like, we this last Easter, we let her watch Passion of the Christ. But we skipped that part for her where Jesus was getting uh, flogged because it is a little violent. But we're not trying to say, like, this is okay. You know, there's got to be that level of um, knowing from right and wrong. And I think that's being a human. So when I see... Um, people acting out what they see in movies, I think that's where their issue is, is they don't cognitively know the difference between right and wrong. So I think it's more of a mental thing. Yeah, because, I mean, I've, have, we, have we all played the video game Grand Theft Auto, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I've gone on, like, you know, rampages of, like, killing hookers and, like, you know, just, like, blowing people's heads off on the sidewalk in that game. I'm not going to do that in real life, you know? That's, that's a, it's a video game. Yeah. Wilson, will I think Wilson's like maybe done that in real life? He's yeah, because he, yeah, he's, no. he's not talking. No, yeah. no, no, not at all. Yeah, but I, I totally agree. It's, it's with the way you're raised, the, the, the parents that you have. Um, I mean, I, I was somewhat sheltered as a kid, but I mean, I still like I played Grand Theft Auto. 
I watched violent movies and I have no thoughts of anything like that, you know. Do you remember the first violent movie you saw as a kid? Uh I I don't know. I mean, I guess you could consider it violent, but Jurassic Park? It has moments. Yeah. Well, as a kid, it, it could scare him. Yeah, and like the dude gets eaten off the toilet. That's the scene I think of. Yeah. Mine was Indiana Jones. And then which one? The first one. I don't know the name. Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Yeah, because my Indiana Jones for me the most violent one was Temple of Doom when he took the dude's heart out and the heart was pumping in mm-hmm. his hand. But my first violent movie that I saw as a kid, I'm telling you, I might have been uh, whew, I don't even think I was ten. Was actually Full Metal Jacket. Oh wow! And I remember seeing it because um, the first half of that movie is great, like the boot camp scenes. But towards the end, you know, you you get to all the war scenes and then just seen all that but I knew the difference between right and wrong because that's the way I was raised now so, some people could get ideas of maybe I could reenact this on a real life scale based off of the movie but they're not going to um, I think the underlying issue there is more their selves not the movie themselves because in my mind it's real life it happens. So, for example, there's a movie coming out. It's called A Clear Shot. It's based on the good guy shooting in Sacramento, which um, if you haven't, um, if you don't know much about it, um, look it up on YouTube. I remember watching it as a kid. Pretty brutal. Um, I don't want to get too much into the, you know, exactly what happened, but a bunch of gangsters took over an uh, electronic store and people died. And it was all broadcast on TV. Well, I know like my mom and I were talking and she was afraid that people seeing this movie is going to want to um, make people want to do it again. I disagree with that because if people are going to do it again, they're going to do it again, regardless if there's a movie made about it or not. We got to talk about real life. Watching uh, World Trade Center, um, American Sniper even, and to watch that stuff really happens. And. I mean, honestly, in my mind, I personally think if people know or are exposed to that stuff more, such as like, you know, like let's look at like prisoners and executions. If you made that public, there may be less crime because you're like, oh, man, I don't want to get fried like that. That is not like fun. But you're still going to have the people who are going to do it no matter what. That's the world we live in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why I own firearms, because there's people out there you can't control. Me, too. Exactly. And I mean, I may be a good person. I know what I'm about, but I have no idea what other people are about. Mm-hmm. And other people are willing to do things to me and other people that, you know, just are unthinkable. Which, and this is kind of a hot button topic, I guess, of as of late. But what do you think causes these mass shooters to do these things? Um, And it's, it's becoming more and more now, right? I, I don't know if it's becoming more and more. But, I mean, a mass shooting is technically, the term for it, I'm pretty sure, is anything over, like, two people getting shot. In the same incident. In the same incident. Okay. So, you could have three people get shot. And then you have the media going crazy and reporting everything now. True, but... Um, when I'm more, I'm not talking about like those little instances because yeah, the media does kind of blow some of that stuff and try to make it into you know whatever. I'm talking more about the like the synagogue stuff we've been seeing lately and like the school stuff and you know I think there was actually one yesterday. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, where I, I read that West um, Virginia. 
11 people or something. Yeah, I read it. Yeah. Um, was that a synagogue? I, I think it was a, a, actually some, a place of business, I think. Oh, okay. So, so my thing is, what I think it is, what I would say it is, is because you, uh, you guys would remember more because you're a little older, but like back in the day, I think the first one was what, Columbine? That was like the first one. I was in one. high school during Columbine. That's the first, first one I remember. Yeah. So that's the first one, right? And then, you know, that was all over the news, right? Like all over the news. And I think the thing is now with like the internet, Facebook, all that, it's just so much easier for stuff to spread. So I, what I think is these these guys are going out and they just want their, their as effed up as this sounds, their, their five seconds of fame. Especially with the, the thing in, what was that country? Where the guy New Zealand. went on Facebook Live? Yeah, exactly. exactly. He posted all of the internet. Yeah. Well, look at, um, I'm pretty big on not talking about the shooter himself. I don't want to give that yeah, guy yeah. any yeah. fame, but um, the Aurora, Illinois, uh, Aurora, Colorado. Um, is it Aurora? Is that? I think so. I think it's also Aurora, Illinois. Um, the theater shooting during the Dark Knight mm-hmm. uh, Rises. Um, that guy is not all there. Now, here's his thing is that dude had, I believe, like green hair. So he dressed up like the Joker. He called himself the Joker, had all that. So that tended to have the media say, well, what about violence in movies? Is this to blame? That dude had some problems. Mm-hmm. And, but I believe he was a pretty smart student and stuff too. But, you know, it, these mass shootings, I think, stem from two things. One, um, mental illness, mm-hmm. which is not treated at all what it should be in this country. Yeah, I um, no. You should, working in the jail, I saw a lot of mental people there. And those Working people, in law enforcement, I saw yeah, a lot of mental my, people. My last job, the, the, the kids, they were all there because they all had mental illnesses. Right, and jail's not a place to rehabilitate. Um, now, granted, if there's a crime committed, there needs to be some sort of punishment. A lot of the times, though, like for me, when I was in school, even in high school, I was bullied. And I'm not going to lie, um, bullying is, I think, a million times more horrible now. And um, I'm going to let this jelly bean slide because <laughs> Handy's phone just vibrated on the table. You are about ready to get kicked out yeah, of here. I have, I have <laughs> so but no, seriously, though. Um, well, I think it's so much easier <clears throat> To bully now with like the internet and whatnot because there's trolling. the whole trolling cyber bullying mm-hmm. yeah like it's it's you can you can do it at home you can be like at home on your desk and be like oh I don't like this kid you know f you you know well it, it's like <laughs> like how many times can you just like like for instance um I'll be like a fan of like some band okay and this band's like or let's just say like a uh, not so much the band but like a um a metal like a music Facebook page that covers all of that genre music. They said, this band's coming out with a new album. You will see so much hate in there. That band sucks. I hope their plane crashes. I'm like, let her happen to just like scrolling past and just be like, eh, I don't, I don't really care for that band, but your, your opinion isn't always needed. I don't care if you don't like the band, you know, you don't have to always voice it. And my thing is, is, Am I going to say this in real life to this person? If I'm not, I probably shouldn't say it online either. So that's why, like, 
nine times out of ten, I won't I won't trust like Yelp reviews because more likely than not people's gonna say something negative than positive. Yeah, They're I gonna, feel like yeah. that kind of thing. People are gonna go on there more times to to, to bitch. Yeah, yeah, to say something bad than yeah, than to actually be like, oh, I had great service. Which people do take their time to do that, but more than likely it's gonna be some negative. Yeah, we need to do that more. Um, because like if I ever get outstanding service anywhere, whether mm-hmm. it be at a restaurant or just talking to somebody like, Hey, that employee was a class act. They were really, really good. I've had employees that work that I see at work at Walmart. I'm like, this person acts like this is their dream job and they're loving it. They're giving it their 100%. That person, I guarantee you will not be working for Walmart in, a, in, a, in like a year. Oh, yeah. They're going to move up that ladder. And I feel like that is with, uh, you know, you show them praise, constructive criticism, being able to handle constructive criticism. There's also a way to give it. Now, in um, past lines of work, if I had a boss who was only giving me constructive criticism, it felt a little like bullying. You have to mix it up with a little bit of praise. Hey, Wilson, you're doing good at this. Um, Keep it up. Good job. On this, you could do this differently, but otherwise, good job. That goes a million miles. In my line of work, a simple thank you would work. And sometimes people just don't feel appreciated. They feel bullied, and the world is their target. They feel like they got to take it out on everybody. You know, I mean, that's just what I what I feel. Yeah. And, and with that being said, like with, um, we were talking earlier about, um, I think it was, um, Oh, I think we were talking off the air about uh, the movie Act of Valor and how after watching the movie, I'm like, man, I want to join the military. I'm all, man, that, that, that just looks awesome. Movies like that could inspire you because I'm in the right level of head to see something on film and want to reenact it in real life. But then um, see something like John Wick. Well, I'm never, ever going to do that. So because you're in the your mind's in the right place and think it's all internal it's your mind and i think that's the issue and you know it's not a, it's not about gun control i mean i know that we, we may have some listeners that are highly to uh, disagree let's, let's just not get into politics here yeah i know but i know but it's like it's it's not what it's about to me. oh absolutely no i Be- mean because you'll find a way to do it some other way driving a car through a crowd of people oh yeah like if you look over in like uh, england and like stuff like that where they, they can't have guns. I think there's the past year there's been like a bunch of knife attacks. There's that guy driving over the bridge, running over people, like you just said, yeah. Um I, I, anyone's gonna find a way to get something. You know? Like there's there's millions of guns that are in America that are completely illegal, unregistered. I watched a documentary about how these dudes in the Philippines will just make guns in their huts and they'll just ship them over here and that's I mean, you, they'll find a way. A criminal is not going to, oh, you know, they said this gun's illegal. Well, I can't use it. No. It's yeah. just going to take it out of the hands of people that need to use it against those people. There's always a way. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> back in the day, like ancient times, you know, they were killing people with arrows and stuff. I mean, it, it's, I think like a lot of it had to do with, like, with what Wilson said was, you know, the media will... And, and this is kind of a underlying story. Is it happening more or are we just hearing about it more because of the access to so many different social media outlets? It'd be interesting to look into like how, how many mass shootings 
quotation marks, how many they were like back when Columbine happened. Like if there were more that just didn't get coverage. Right. You know, it'd be interesting to look into. And like what the difference is then and what the difference is now. Mm-hmm. Like I know I was in high school during Columbine and I remember it was talked about in high school. We had those loner kids in high school who were picked on. And when I went back to school the next day, it was weird. Like looking at that kid, I'm like, that kid could twist off. And it basically put a different frame on my mind. I'm like, dude, I should probably just be like cool with everybody. Like I just, you know, not like you don't have to be friends, but be friendly, Mm -hmm. you know, because everybody, regardless of how they treat you, you should always treat everyone nicely. And, you know, I, I've seen so much bullying. I mean, there's, that's the one thing about, um, that I, I tell a lot of uh, kids is you think just cause you're going to get older, the bullying's going to stop. No, it follows you the <laughs> remainder of your life. You're going to have managers, bosses. You're going to have the person on the freeway. You're going to have everybody who's going to try to bully you and try to, you know, intimidate you, but you have to handle that the correct way. Yeah. You got to find a way to accept it. Right. And use it to your advantage. Yeah. Don't just let people roll over you, but at the same time, don't be, you know. There's a way to argue. There's a way to approach a situation say, hey, I don't really appreciate that. That's not cool. Um, And if they don't respond well, well, that's on them now. You've already voiced that you don't like it. Um, I've, being in high school and being um, bullied a little bit, I got in fights. And then I would actually, in turn turn around and I would bully some people and I look back and I'm like dude I I I can't believe I turned into that person and I remember on my last day of high school I actually went up to that kid and I apologized I said dude uh past two years dude I was just a jerk I'm all I am sorry you know I'm all we grow as we grow older you know our minds change and it's a good thing I did because I actually looked that dude up on Facebook like couple years ago that dude's like a big old marine you know so you know i i mean movies do they can influence us good and bad and you know inspire us i i i I look at the action movies as it's like a way to be like oh that's cool that's cool but like you know the real life ones like obviously my number one was last action hero that's not gonna happen in real life that movie's not gonna inspire me but like i look at like American Sniper and a watch. I'm like, man, those are real life snor- stories. And then like Saving Private Ryan, I'm like, man, that's a some dude like just giving up his life to find this one one guy. I'm like, that's inspiring, and it makes me want to help somebody. And it's crazy that story too. He's he's risking his life to go find a guy to so that guy can go home, but he's got to stay still when that guy goes home. That's crazy. And it shows the bitterness of it all. And just that, you know, he's like, <clears throat> I, I don't know why I'm doing this, risking my life for this guy, but it's his job and he does it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I love those inspiring action movies based on real life. Um, I do like the ones that are kind of far-fetched, like John Wick. Do I think someone like that could really be in real life that could be that awesome? No. There's no one. Well, I mean, Keanu Reeves is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But when you have bullets flying at you like that, dude, you're going to get hit. You're not getting shot at by stormtroopers. You're going to get hit. <laughs> and, you know, there, there's that. Um, you, you have 
to separate um, reality. And I, I, and also kids with bad tempers probably shouldn't be watching those things, you know, and that's, that's on the parents. That's the parents responsibility to, um, to, to basically see what they're, they're going to allow their kids to watch. Like we have a system in our house where I actually look online, I'll preview it. Okay. There's this scene, this scene, this scene. Is she allowed to see that? Is she not allowed to see that? I don't think she's ready. We're not going to allow you to see that. I'm sorry. You know, I don't think you're mentally and um, you've matured to that level yet to where you could actually handle what you're about to see. Yeah, my family did that too. That's why I wasn't allowed to see Star Wars till I was 13. <laughs> you know, and I mean, it's sad, you know, that some of these movies get bad. Around. And some of the movies are, they're over. Like Saw, it's pointless. It's, it's what they call it is horror porn. Or torture porn is what they call it. And it's basically, you know, people who are like, oh, man, so that guy get his, you know, head ripped off. Oh, it's so cool. Those movies are basically made for people, like the film industry, for people who have good special effects, who makeup artists. It's awesome. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I love seeing, oh, man, that looked real. It's crazy. It's not going to make me want to go do it. Uh-uh. You know, but I, I look at it as like an art. Now, there are some movies I can't watch at all. I can't watch anything with a rape scene. I will fast forward it. There's movies that are basically based on revenge, uh, revenge movies where they go back and they, the girl was raped and she goes back and she will kill the rapers and stuff. I will skip past the rape scene and I'll watch her get her revenge, but I will not watch that rape scene. Law abiding, law abiding citizen. Uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah. I've seen that. Um, I can't really remember. I remember the ending. I can in the beginning. Like that's what happens. His wife, like, I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I've never experienced it. Um, but that to me, Inglorious Bastards, the beginning, right? I think there was a scene. I, I remember she was running through the little cabin or whatever. But like, I cannot watch that. I have to fast forward it. I can't even read stories about it. Yeah. Because that, I think um, that, like I said, I never experienced it. But that right there is like one of those hard hitting things. I'm like, oh, man, that's too real. Yeah. You know, especially if it's a good actress and you're like, man, she made that seem like it was really happening. I don't dig that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where I stand on it. Yeah. And then you can you can also go to like a different end of the spectrum and just look at different TV shows and stuff like that and see like the the reaction from people just because this TV show didn't end up the way they liked it, you know, and and like people with game of thrones and stuff they're they're freaking out because game of thrones didn't end the way that they think it should have and now we got like millions of people signing some petition and you're like does this really affect your life that much is is this really that that big of a part of your life that you're gonna take time to like well, we need to get this changed i feel very strongly about this i think it's like an investment like you invested well this that's long. that's the thing that, that show's been on for 10, 10 years, years. And people have invested 10 years of their life watching this show, watching these characters develop, kind of growing with them, watching them grow on screen. You know, um, if you watch the documentary where uh, they do the table read for the last season, the actresses and the actors are like crying because they're like, you know, this is they this was like half their life was this character, you know? Yeah. And, and I think uh, the main issue people have is the the last season was rushed. You know, we, yeah, we had definitely, yeah, we had, only six episodes. Exactly. We had 10, 10 years and then all of a sudden they want to cram all this in the six episodes. They, they should have done what they did in the last season 
in in two seasons with eight episodes apiece, then you could have really told the story properly, and then you could have come to the same conclusion, but the journey would have been more satisfactory, and you would have been like, okay, I see why this happened, not just boom, 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 this happened, you know? And that's yeah. that's where people have the issue. I think that the ending was fine. It's just that the, the storytelling was not good. And uh, I read somewhere that this season had the least amount of dialogue in any season. Wasn't there like an episode? I will be the first. Just like Henny doesn't has rarely seen any movies. I've never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. Yes, I'm that guy. <laughs> um, wasn't there like an episode where it's completely dark? Yeah, so the third episode of this last season was like the... <sighs> It's, it's hard to explain because there's like two main battles and this was the first main battle and it, it it was very dark. Like you could pretty much not see a lot of things, um, but I guess that's what they really were going for because, you know, the, the episode was called The Long Night. Oh, okay. And um, they were just trying to go for, you know, dark and scary. You know, the zombies were coming in and, you know. It was, it was there there were good parts of there that was episode. good parts of the episode. I, I did not see the end of it like that that ending I did not see that coming I don't think anybody saw it coming but then when when it did happen you kind of look back and then like and you're like seasons, oh yeah you're like okay this makes sense yeah but uh it was, it was pretty dark but then they kind of set it up to be that way and it was supposed to be that way and then in contrast to that the second main battle was like super bright like middle of the day yeah. just like so I think maybe they, they did that on purpose. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I, I, I have a lot of friends that have watched it and uh, seen the uproar. Oh, I didn't end like I wanted it to. My mind, well, then you go write the, this best-selling book, this huge money-making thing, and you try to make it better because it didn't end the way that you wanted it to. Well, that's that's the main issue, too, is uh, the guy who writes the book has no control over the show at this point. He, yeah, he, he gave up control. He, do they do they follow the storyline of the book? They're, they, these last, what, two seasons? These last two seasons are past what the books are at. Yeah. Okay. So they've eclipsed what the books are at. Okay, so, so they rewrote on from what? They didn't rewrite. They had a conference. They had one conference call with the writer of the books, and he kind of gave them guidelines as to what the story would be and, like, for the main characters. And then kind of left it up in their, to, into their interpretation on how those characters would get there. And that that's, I think, the main issue is that the writers of the sh- show didn't do a good job and they rushed the, just the, how the characters got there. They didn't take their time to really, you know, envision, show what the writer had the envision of those characters doing. So I guess it's like um, why I like all those DC movies that come out, like the Superman, and then you had... Um, Aquaman, they're they're good movies, but they're not Marvel. They're not that huge. And I know like a lot of people that I know that are like comic book freaks. Well, that's not what how it happened. That's not how it happened. They're literally by the book. That's not what he said to Lex Luthor. That's not what he said. I'm like, I don't think that Zack Snyder, director of the Superman or Man of Steel, was literally talking to this person about, I think he was coming up with his own vision. Like there's this new movie coming out. It's uh, called Brightburn. Mm-hmm. It's basically Superman, but if he is evil. Yeah. I really want to see it. I, I've seen commercials. I want to see that movie too. And there's also another, I found this out. There's another um, Superman movie, not movie. I think it's a comic book called Red Sun, I think, where um, I am not a comic book person by any means. This is what I was listening to. Um, 
where what if Superman landed in Russia? Hmm. I'm like, dude. That's interesting. Like, that would be a completely different story. And, you yeah, know. And what time? Right. It could be during the Cold War. Yeah. You know, whatever. You know, it could be present day. That would be like a super fresh take on Superman. Because I yeah. think Superman's gotten pretty stale. It you is. know, and some people could rewrite those things and make them somewhat different. Like, you know, Jordan Peele, for instance. We are talking about Twilight Zone earlier. That dude is a genius. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when Get Out first came out, I was like, that doesn't look like a comedy. It wasn't supposed to be. He's a horror fan. And he wanted to make a movie about like something horrific. And I'm like, well, he, and, you know, then again, Twilight Zones, he's making it his own. And I respect that, you know. So when people get mad at um, the Game of Thrones uh, show writers um, for basically ruining the end, do they now discount the entire series up until when George R. R. Martin's books ended? Or are they mad at the whole series? Because I'm I'm going to say some of it because with Game of Thrones, there's a lot of uh, foreshadowing. There's a lot of like foreshadowing and little clues placed here and there. And some of the stuff that happened in the ending kind of just did away with all the clues and all the foreshadowing. So all that was just for nothing. Like all the, uh, what, what are they called? The um, prophecies in the show. Like a lot of that stuff didn't just, just didn't happen. So there's they, a lot of lead on and like, well, what happened to that one thing? And, and this, yeah. yeah. And there's an, there's an interview that the writer of the books, George R. R. Martin did. And he said it perfectly. He was like, you know, you, you write this story and you, 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 you have all these clues that the chambermaid killed the guy, you know, and you have all these little foreshadowing, these little clues. And then you go on the internet and you read people saying, Oh, the chambermaid killed the guy. So then you change your ending to the Butler killed the guy. Well, then you just got, you know, this, the whole beginning of the story meant nothing, you know? Right. Just I, to be different. I've seen a lot of movies um, where I felt like the trailer for it, I'm like, oh, that movie looks legit. And I walked away with way more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, who wrote that? You didn't even say who the killer was, why he was doing it. You didn't even see him. The movie just ended. I'm like, did you guys like just run out of money? And they say, hey, let's just phone it in. I'm tired. Let's go home. Do you think sometimes that's on purpose? So we have a conversation? People are talking about so it. So we do this? Yeah. So people are like, well, well what happened? What, what? And then people have their theories and they start talking. It could be. Yeah. I mean, um, I forgot what movie it was, but it did like horrible at the box office. And it's like huge now. Might have even been Goonies. Really? I think so. I, I don't I, Don't quote me on that. That's probably 100% wrong. But I remember there was like it wasn't big in the box office at all, but now it's like a cult classic. I, I, I know what movie you're talking about. I just can't remember the name. I can't remember it. what it was. And I think it's because more people were talking about it. Like one of my favorite movies is Boondock Saints. Yeah. I don't even think that movie got a theatrical release. The second one, I don't think it did. All Saints Day? Yeah, that one didn't. Yeah. That one went straight to DVD. And But the second one, nowhere near as good as the first one. But for me... After seeing the second one, I almost had to discount the entire series. Really? Yeah. Because I was like, like, why they allow it to happen? Anchorman 2. You, you, you. Anchorman 2 did the same thing for me. I was like, why? It destroyed the first one Anchorman's for you? a great movie. Anchorman 2 was just like, oh, oh, um, no, what's the, uh, the one with the, the state troopers? 
Super, oh, Super, Super Troopers. Troopers 2. Yeah. Completely ruined Super Troopers for me. Yeah. That was such a bad movie. Yeah. They tried way too hard. Yeah. yeah. Get my leader of cola. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay, then there's movies that scare me. Like, uh, I'm like, oh, don't ruin it. Matrix didn't ruin it. Third one was a little... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're making a Bad Boys 3. I'm Are like, they? I'm like, ooh, I love the second one. Love the first one. Don't let me down, third one. But then you have the Star Wars ones. Oh, God. The Last Jedi was horrible. I hated it mm-hmm. so bad. In fact, I wasn't really too fond of Force Awakens. Rogue One loved it. But the, the Solo movie, I hated too. You hated Solo? I hated it. I liked it. I, I kind of liked it. I thought uh, um, Donald Glover did a great Lando. Oh, yeah. But I thought the guy who did Han was horrible. Yeah, they should have got Jamie Costa to play him. I'm not sure you know who he is, but... Mm-hmm. He's, he sounds just like Harrison Ford. He could do a bunch of impersonations. He kind of sort of looks like him. He looks more like Robin Williams. He does like a perfect impersonation of him. And I'm like, dude, why can't... Because he played Han Solo in a... Um, like a fan, fit, fan mm-hmm. film. I think it was called Solo, uh, The Smuggler's Run. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, that guy needs to be in. But the other guy, I don't even know who he is. He's like, too serious. His hand's like a cocky, like, yeah. you know, yeah. smirky kind of guy, you know? How do you feel about uh, all these Disney remakes in the live action? Aladdin? Aladdin. I think they got The Lion King coming out. You know, I saw The Jungle Book. I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch The, ju- the um, Jungle Book. Now, if we're going to talk about making, like, like on the Game of Thrones thing and getting fans upset, I don't think a live action remake of, like, The Jungle Book, Lion King are so much going to do it because in... Those right there, there's only, well, I think in there's only one human out of those, and that's Mowgli in Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Now, Aladdin, you it's different. Like, you're now, there, there's actual humans in the cartoon. I don't think it needs to be done. Um, I like Will Smith as the genie. I, no, I'm not on board for that. Um, in my mind, there's only one. That's Robin Williams. If you had to pick someone. Besides Will Smith, who would you have picked? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. That's a, that's a good question, John. Good job. Yeah, good job, Handy. Yeah, good job, Randy. Um, I, I don't know. Personally, the reason why I don't know, because I don't think it needed to be remade in the first place. I, I agree. But if you had to pick one. Oh, man. Like I said, I... I um, I'm going to go with Ryan Reynolds. No. I love Ryan Reynolds, but no. Really? Um, it, it's just kind of weird to think of anybody besides Robin Williams. Tom Green. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, here, here's uh, Jim Carrey, maybe. Well, he he's definitely an overactor. Oh yeah, and in my mind, um, like I said, I don't think it needs to be remade. But there's a one movie that should never be touched that I think was way ahead of its time was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, never seen like it's a mixture of real life and cartoon, kind of like what Mary Poppins did in the original Mary Poppins, but it's it was more present time when I was a kid, and I loved it. I was like, oh, this is great, but you cannot have I don't think any other stars in that movie to recreate that movie. You just leave it, just leave it. So that reminds me, there's something one that kind of hits close to home for me because I'm a huge basketball fan. Space Jam. Oh yeah, there you go. They what? are remaking Space Jam. With one of my least favorite basketball players, LeBron James. Yeah. Um, 
that doesn't don't do need it. to be done. That doesn't need to be done. Um, I think it's just a way to make money. And I hate LeBron James. So yeah. Well, and you're gonna like like with that, you're gonna have those trolls mm-hmm. that are gonna come out. They're gonna hate on the movie and can't just scroll by. I'm just not gonna watch it. Yeah, exactly. There is someone out there who's gonna love that movie, mm-hmm. and the people that are gonna love that movie are probably the ones who haven't seen the original. Exactly. It's gonna be the next generation. It's gonna be the kids, right? Yeah. The kids who look up to the laundry. It's just like uh, the kids back then. I'm sure you guys were kids when that movie came out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were like, oh, Michael Jordan, cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I, I just that one's gonna be heated, and a lot of people are gonna hate on it for a couple reasons. One of them is the fact that they don't like LeBron James, let alone the um, um, the movie. I mean, they're going to be like, I'm going to discount this movie entirely because of LeBron James. Well, LeBron James isn't busy right now because he's not in the playoffs. Not. And speaking of playoffs, we are in the NBA Finals. And like I said, I'm a huge basketball fan. I'm actually a big Warriors fan. I was before they were good, just saying. Um, and we just lost last night in the NBA Finals game one to the Toronto Raptors. Have you, did you watch it? I did not. I was in um, that live podcast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Did you watch it? It wasn't last night. Sorry, it was the night before. Night before. Yeah. Did you watch it though? I watched part of it. I I got frustrated. It was frustrating to watch. Yeah. It's it's the their offense got completely stagnant, and I was talking to one of my friends today and. They don't have the same depth as they did the last two years. No. Like, their bench is not the same. It Their bench showed up in, in Houston, but I think they're gassed because they did not show up at all in game one. Yeah, it and it's weird because, like, I mean, people will say, oh, Durant's not there, but then they, they killed it in Houston. They, I mean, yeah. They won every game without Durant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I it, think I think it's going to be a more interesting uh, series than people thought it would be. Yeah the the whole the whole Pia, uh, what's his name Pascal Siakam getting thirty points. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's probably going to get most improved player of the year. But I didn't see him just dropping thirty on us like no, that. I did not see that at all. I, I mean they 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 they, uh, they took care of Leonard though. They did they did a pretty good job. Uh, I think the thing with Houston was Houston is a very offensively minded team like they even just skip out on defense on some plays just so they can get a who was that i have that can't be me i was over here i don't even know what that noise was me neither what the it wasn't me though i'm not eating a jelly bean i'm just sitting (laughs) here that wasn't me man it must have been those rous's do we all eat a rodents of unusual size oh (laughs) (laughs) that was the ghost of steph curry not liking your comments about Man. no uh i think the big thing and this kind of goes back into like our pop culture talk it was uh it, i think it's stupid that sure we're talking about the game and whatnot but i think what's crazy is what we're all talking about the most is drake on the sidelines yeah and that's ridiculous that's ridiculous me. you shouldn't have 45 minutes of coverage on sports center about drake and, and somebody should not be able to be on the sidelines Absolutely. and getting into the game. Yep, he's walking on the court. He's giving massages to the coach. I don't Why do they allow that? that. I think, because he's Drake. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Now, he, now, I don't like I said, I don't follow basketball. That's why I've kind of stepped out for a second. Is So he's a Toronto fan? So he is from Toronto. He, he's from Toronto. He's from Canada. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, he is not. So they actually gave him a title. 
and he's the global brand ambassador for the Toronto Raptors, which is a BS title. He's just a fan. Made-up name. Yeah. Um, but he's courtside pretty much, you know, every game at the for the playoffs, but it's the finals now, so he's there. And he... Uh, He's just he's on the court. He's he's trash talking the players. Like uh, I don't know if you watched basketball back in the day. You know who Spike Lee is? Oh yeah, yeah. He's Lakers. He was, uh, no, I, I. Oh Knicks. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? You thinking of Jack Nicholson? Well, because they look a lot alike. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I thought he was a Lakers fan. But yeah, I know he's he was always on the court. Always on the court. Always talking shit, to, talking crap to the players. Oh, God. eat that jelly bean. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you should, eat, you should eat two now because you just hit the microphone. That's soap. That's not a bad one. Oh, oh soap's good. Yeah, clean so your mouth out. Yeah. Hey, you just clean your mouth out with soap, dude. <laughs> well played, Tommy. Well played. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, so, like, last series, Drake came out in the court and gave a back massage to the Raptors coach. Like literally on the court, he wasn't like on the sidelines. He was on the court. No, he was, he was on the court. Maybe he was like on the out of bounds line, but he was the coach was on the court, and he just gave him a little shoulder rub. Hey, good job, coach. Should not be allowed as as a fan. You should not be out. If, you know, if anybody else besides Drake did that, who has Se- season tickets mm-hmm. courtside, security's haul they, them off. Yeah, they'd be gone. No, no. Like I'm, I'm assuming like with um, like you said with um, season tickets and courtside tickets, there comes rules like no interacting with the players no asking for autographs during the game no doing this but you're saying they're giving him an exception oh yeah yeah and and supposedly the commissioner of the nba talked to the raptors about it but i mean i still watching game one he was interacting with the players and he was that just the old tiff he got into with green yeah at the very end of the game he was talking crap to one of the the warriors players and uh i, I don't know if you saw the memes but uh during a timeout, he actually had an interaction with Steph Curry, and he pulled a piece of lint out of his hair. You shouldn't be able to touch a player, you know, if you're a fan. Like, right? That's weird. Yeah, that's um, that's different because, like, I know, like, um, in baseball, um, you can have a foul ball coming right at you, like it's gonna hit, you know, on the on the side, and if you reach out to grab it. You're ejected from the game. That ball literally has to come into the 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 field. If you did, I mean, you're ejected. Like they don't let you back in. Same thing with with the the home run balls. Yeah, reach out to catch it. Yeah. You know, because it's interfering with the game. So speaking about foul balls, this happened a couple nights ago. I believe it was the Astros. Uh, Cubs. Cubs. It was the Cubs. Yeah. Okay. So I I'm not a huge baseball fan, but just as a casual fan, I've been. I've been kind of saying this for like a while. Like there should be nets, like all around. But there See, I'm are kinda, at some, but they need places further. Yeah, right. But they Japan. need this. <laughs> <laughs> well, at Rayleigh Field, uh, Wilson and I went to a game earlier this year. I think it was opening night, or it was the second, second or third game. Yeah, something like that. And I made a comment. I go, I don't remember the nets being this far down here. Yeah. And you said, well, that's because they've actually extended it for that very reason. Yeah. And uh, like I'm kind of torn on the issue because, you know, I I when I go to a sporting event, I go to watch the game. I don't go to hang out with people, you know. Like yeah, we'll get a group of us that go, but I'm watching the game, you know. And I mean, I don't know if it'll take away because I I haven't had to sit like behind a net, you know. I mean, I I have for like one of the Giants games, I I sat close to home plate. So, I mean, it was behind the net. I didn't really notice the net there. 
But I'm like, if you're there to watch the game, watch the game. Pay attention. Like, there's signs everywhere, you know? Especially in that area. Watch for flying balls and bats. But and it, was a, like, it was a kid who got hit. Yeah, the, but yeah. that's my thing. If you're going to have a kid, maybe you shouldn't be sitting in an area where it's more likely to happen. So you may, know? Maybe, maybe like, have kids who are going to sit there wear hard hats then if you're not going to put a net. Like, what do you... I, I don't you know. I don't know. Because then, I'm, like, you, you see the picture of a little girl crying and you feel bad and you're like, yeah, you, we need nets. But then yeah. where does it stop? Because you you could put nets all the way to the foul pole, but then you get a pop-up that goes way in the air. Somebody's mm-hmm. not paying attention. It's going to land on their head. Then what? Are we going to put nets over the top too? Yeah, that's fair. It's just crazy though because uh, uh, I think they said the average ball that comes off of, a, of a, a bat is coming at you at like 80 to 100 miles an hour. And that's yeah, just I think smack it's coming off quicker than they, the pitch. Quick, yeah, quicker than the pitch. Yeah, they said that one that the Cubs player hit was about ninety miles an hour oh off the bat, God. and it it got into the stands in like one and a half seconds. Yeah, because you could see like it, he hit it, and then he looked, and ooh, and then he. But I, as it, as it, bad as the situation was, I do respect that player for how he reacted. Absolutely. Yeah, it really hurt him. Yeah, it, and you could you could definitely tell like it does affect the players. And some, I think it was a security guard came up to him like, yeah, after that it happened. That, yeah. that was a powerful and, moment. And like gave him gave him some news about the little girl, and like you could see. Yeah. What, th- what is the news about the little girl? Like I, I haven't heard anything after. I, I mean, I haven't seen anything either. But uh, I did see that uh, his interview in the locker room after the game. He kind of he just looked out of it. He looked like he he didn't even want to be there. He was, and he he even said like like. The whole situation forced an error. Like he he had an error that night or something because he was just like not in it. And he's like, right. They should have just let him go. Well, it's like we we. I know for me, like I've met a lot of musicians in my life, and that's something like I could relate to. I'm like, oh, so I mean, if I meet like a really big time musician, that's when I'll fangirl. I'm like, oh my gosh. But like for me, it's like I do that like a lot with sports people. Like so, if I ever met Buster Posey, I'd be like freaking out. Like oh my gosh, like that's Posey. Now. These people, they're human, too. They have mm-hmm. feelings. Um, when they're up at bat and people are booing them, they're, they're feeling that. You know, when, when uh, they hit some, I've seen some, uh, I'll get go down a rabbit hole when I'm trying to fall asleep, and I'll just watch, uh, like, MLB um, on YouTube, and it'll be, like, uh, fights, or it'll be, like, uh, batters getting hit with balls. And sometimes you'll see the batter or the pitcher throw the ball, not an intentional hit, hit the player right in the head, Pitcher is just oh my gosh like like devastated that he did that. These people have feelings too, and I, I feel I can only imagine like especially a lot of these guys have kids. And um, I'm spacing on his name Wilson. So you have to help me out here. Texas Ranger. Um, There's a few of them. Um, <laughs> um, Roger Clemens. Really? Wow. Just, wow. You know, there's a eat a jelly bean. <laughs> um, even I knew that. No. Um, uh, I think he hit a home run ball, and the dad went to catch it, and the dad fell out of the stands. Oh. Um, I was this a while ago? A year or two ago. I think it was during the um, time when uh, you and your brother went to um, Chicago Fire and pointed the hat at the... Oh. Was it Hamilton? Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, Hamilton, yeah. Um, and that dude, because the dad died, um, trying to reach for a home run ball. And he fell his stands, went down. Kid saw it all. Hamilton was devastated. Like, like you go in that hindsight of like, well, 
what if I didn't hit the home run? That dad would still be here. And that player from the Cubs, what if I didn't hit that foul ball, that girl wouldn't have been crying. And, you know, so like fan interference is a thing, but as with fan safety, but like what Wilson was saying, like our world isn't a bubble, you know, like there aren't, there's so many signs on the freeway that say go 65. It's there for a reason. Um, you know, going around a pool, don't run, walk. We naturally will fall in these things where we're just not going to do those sometimes. And so when you're not always going to be paying 100% attention to what you're doing. So the less distractions, the better. It's like driving a car. So yeah, maybe, um, if you're down there and that that goes back, that kind of goes back into my, um, when I was talking about the cultural influence thing was at that time, it is the parent's responsibility to make sure that kid's safe. Granted, I don't know anybody, even a professional athlete, a ball getting hit at 90 something miles per hour in one second to my face, it's going to be able to stop it. But it is a risk that you're willing to take because it says right there above your head, watch for flying balls and bats. Mm -hmm. So like if I took my kid to a game and, you know, as as a father, I, I, and something happened to her. Oh, that I would be like, wow, I, I, I feel devastated. Like I couldn't protect her. Um, and we went here specifically for fun. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm just like, it's a fine line. Like, yeah, you you could put up more fencing. You could put it all high, as high up as you want. But like Wilson said, all it takes is that one foul ball to pop up. It's not going to, you know, um, hit you straight in the face. But if you're not paying attention, it's going to come down on your head. Mm-hmm. So or what about like home run balls? Are, are they going to start playing like arena baseball? Right. You know, it's like, you know, we're there's or like you, this. This is about my extent of football. Um, they now I don't know how long this has been going on or if it's always been going on. But like if they get hit a certain way. Oh, nope, You can't hit them like that. Now you got to yeah. like, why don't we just play flag football then? Yeah. You know, and then, of course, they have these things where they come out and they say, hey, we're going to. um you know, with, with the concussions and stuff, I get it. There's times where, dude, you did not have to hit that guy that hard. But there's a lot of times I'm like, well, no, he had to, but you called a foul on that guy, but that dude is like 20 times his size. They're just so conscious now about concussions because, like, they're, uh, the long-term studies have been coming out where, like, people with, like, multiple concussions have, like, these, like, mental health issues. Junior Seau. Yeah. Seau, exactly, Seau, I was going to say. And who's, who's the other guy? That- there was that guy in the Cardinals, I think. I thought it was a guy in the... Patriots, oh uh, Aaron Hernandez, yeah, he had he had a mental health issue, yeah. yeah, yeah, they did a biopsy or autopsy, whatever it is, yeah, and he was like severely messed up. But at that same time, um, you go into that sport fully knowing what your dangers are, and here here's where you have the the huge argument right now of, well, cops know their job is dangerous. Military guys know that their job is dangerous. Do they deserve to die? Nope. Do players deserve to get hurt? Absolutely not. But their job is to be safe and protect themselves as best as possible. But there is an element of danger that is accepted by those people going into those professions. But we don't want to see them get hurt. No. I don't ever like seeing... I I do not like the Dodgers, but I do not like seeing Dodgers get hit with balls. I don't like it when the pitchers will retaliate and hit the other pitcher 
because their player got hit. I hate that. But, same thing with like the the dude from the Blazers this year who broke his leg. Oh yeah. Well, it, and that's funny, dude, because uh, we all, not everyone has that same mindset. Like, I'm the same way. Like, I don't want to see someone else get hurt. Even if I don't like a player, like, I don't like LeBron James. I don't want him. I don't want to see him get hurt, you know? But, like, a lot of people do. They'll be like, oh, man, like, I hope he breaks his leg. I hope he breaks his neck. You know? yeah. And that's so crazy how I, I, I couldn't imagine being a professional athlete on the road. Imagine all that that hate you're yeah. hearing. Like, I can't imagine. And they, for the most part, they, they remain super composed. Like, you know, you rarely see uh, players, you know, mouthing off to, to, to fans, but they hear it from fans, man. Like everything racial, like, you know, homophobic slurs, like you just get hate every night. We'll yeah, go back to I, that. I feel Jackie like the, Robinson, you know, yeah. Yeah, he heard it big too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I feel like the, like the NBA and stuff like that, they're kind of coming down. They on, have been. Yeah. Which is good to see more for that i've seen them kick out a few players or fans this year for like getting in like yelling some pretty you know bad stuff well, at the players. now what about um sports where it is extremely high energy and almost um um not provoked but um encouraged like ufc hmm. when you have mcgregor down essentially calling everyone out calling them names fans throwing stuff it's encouraged and then um, you got these two guys in a ring beating the crap out of each other. And, you know, but you're, you have all these guys in the crowd, kill him, kill him. Like, dude, like. I think that also comes down to marketing, too, a little bit. Because if you ever watch professional boxing, you don't really see that level of, like, you know, absurdity. Like, because if you ever watch, like, professional boxing, it's pretty it's pretty professional. I think you, you see know? it more and more lately, like with Mayweather. But with, with Mayweather, yeah, the, and then McGregor coming in, yeah, sure. But for the most part, boxing has been pretty clean, you know. But UFC is its whole. It's a whole different thing. Like Dana yeah. White is just like, <laughs> yeah, he's like the ultimate bro. Yeah, and it's he built this empire. Well, he, yeah. did he actually was he the original? I think he's the founder. I can't, I can't remember. I think, so. but like. Like I, I always remember, like I to this day, like I'll watch like the end of a professional baseball game, and it's like the game's done. All right, visiting team goes in their dugout, home team or whoever wins, high fiving each other on the field. When I was in little league, we high fived the other team. Remember that good game, good mm-hmm. game, good game, good game. We always did that, no matter what. And I'd always like, I'd see that one player that like tagged me a little too hard, and I'd be like, you know, like screw you, you know, or something <laughs> like that, you know, or we, I just like move my hand away, and then like. Wilson and I, we played um, when uh, we were on our uh, company softball team. And there's a lot of guys that are very, very competitive. And I like to have fun when I play. I turned into that competitive dude at that game pretty bad where I essentially um, was either the options were to get kicked out of the game or (laughs) I needed to voluntarily leave and I voluntarily left the game because I was heated. Now... I think that has a lot to do with like, like, like the crap talking and mm-hmm. stuff. And people need to learn, like, like just like we went back with the influences, you need to learn to have thicker skin and not let things get to you because in your entire life, you're going to have trolls. People aren't always going to 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. And because if everyone agreed with me, if, if I always agreed with everything about Wilson, we'd just be robots. Mm-hmm. Like Wilson have a lot in the same in common, but we don't listen to the same music. 
at all. You don't listen to country? Dude, don't even get me started. Garth Brooks? I can't stand country. Hate country. Like, seriously? Country and rock are like the same thing. 100% no. No. Well, the drums are. <laughs> exactly. There's only one person I'll listen to in, in country. The King? Trisha Yearwood? No. <laughs> John Denver. He's folk. He's, yeah, he's folk. I count that as country. No. That Dude, eat a, a jelly jerk. bean. <laughs> <laughs> Either him or Willie Nelson. Willie well, there Nelson. You go. Okay, that's country. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Freaking yeah. Thing. Well, I mean, my thing is, is if we all see eye to eye on everything, there's never a discussion for this. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have a podcast. Have this, yeah. 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 And like, like you guys watch Game of Thrones. I have no interest in it. I don't like that fantasy type stuff. Like, I don't. I mean, I'll watch Harry Potter because I think it's interesting, but like Lord of the Rings, great book, great movies. I'm just not into it. I've never seen Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. Shocking. <laughs> Harry Potter, that's one of the few series who they've come out with so many movies and now they're into like the the Fantastic Beasts and stuff like that. And it still hasn't like it's not done what you were saying. Like, don't ruin this for me. This next movie, you know, Yeah, it's been They've they've hit the mark on like every single movie. I, I, I Marvel movies like the MCU, whatever they've hit that mark, and with every single movie, um, I, there's a couple that I haven't seen. I haven't seen Captain Marvel, but like every time they come out, I'm like, man, that they're 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 hitting something. They they found a market and they're hitting it. See, what I like about it is they all intertwine with each other. So if you if you watch one, you have to watch them all because it's kind of like the same storyline, but like separate, you know, right. that's what I love about it. It's like one big story. Right. So we have a, a author that we both read who does that with all his books. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, gosh, uh, Ted Decker. Yeah. That and he, he'll like he, he writes everything from sci fi fantasy to, to horror, to horror, to like murder, murder. mystery, mm-hmm. but he he ties different aspects of his all his books into it somehow. Kind of like Steve, like Stephen King. Um, there's a Stephen King universe um, where you'll have like this random like character in one movie. You'll see his last name like on his badge. Three movies later, he'll be a main character. So. Uh, have you seen the movie Snowpiercer? Yes. Yeah. With have, the train. Yes. Have you heard the theory behind it? No. It's a sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. What? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta look I'm look not, into yeah, it. I'm it's so look crazy. Up. It's a good movie. It's now, crazy. Now I always use Snowpiercer as a uh, as a reference to people there's this uh I love horror mm-hmm. movies. There's a movie on Netflix right now called Train to Busan, and it's a South Korean movie. It's all in subtitles, and it's basically a mixture of Snowpiercer and World War Z. <laughs> so they're on a train, and they have to get to Busan, where it's like the safe zone. And those Koreans don't hold back. It's legit. Yeah. And Snowpiercer was good, and I like Chris Evans. He's cool. He's a cool guy, yeah. Class act. Love that guy. Love that guy. Beardsley, I love that guy. Oh, God. I miss him. I didn't even text him. <laughs> yeah. No. I feel bad because this is like the second time we referenced him tonight. It's his birthday on Monday. Hey, you know when he's listening to this right now? You know he's smiling. See, hey. I see you smiling yeah. right now, Beardsley. Hey. 
Hey, that's tell, his happy tell birthday, him, Craig. Yeah, tell him not to listen till Monday. Yeah, don't. Yeah, and we'll give him a big happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. that guy's funny, but looks aren't everything. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was my uh, one of the things I got bullied by in high school. <laughs> I was dating a blind girl. I hear people go, and I really was, and they're always like, "Hey, Tommy's going on a blind date." I'm like, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> Do you think she's still date if she don't do what you look like? My last name's Handy. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. Hey. My dad's middle name was Gentilio. What is that? Italian? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Italian. It uh, means John in Italian. Oh, I thought it was going. Uh, oh, trust me. Yeah, he got. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He got that. Dad's middle name was Genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's. We're going to save that as a clip. <laughs> Try going through school when... Uh, His name was Gen- Gentilio Handy. Wow. Yeah. So just imagine what he went through in high school. Did he go by that? Like, No, he went by... it. So <laughs> my dad's first name is John. And his middle name is Gentilio, which is Italian for John. John John. He's John John. John John. Well, my middle name is Evan. Isn't that from like the, the... What's that old show? Dad watches it all the time. Three's remember. Company. No, no, no. Love like Boat. Bonanza. <laughs> uh, the, starts, the Waltons. Isn't, oh. the, isn't there John John on there? I don't know. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It's something like that. You yeah. guys keep talking. I'm going to pull up IMDb. I'm curious now. <laughs> yeah, but my middle name's Evan, which is, uh, I can't remember which language, but it also means John. Oh. So I'm John John as well. The old IMBD. Fact checker, where are you at? You gotta give me a second. We need dude. to hire. We need to hire a fact checker. Um, Once we get our Coors Light money, Jim Bob. <laughs> I think you think of Jim Bob. Oh, maybe that's Jim it. Bob. Played by David W. Harper. Love that guy. <laughs> Born in 1961. Oh, he was in Fletch. That was a good movie. Never seen it. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> got it. Yeah. Uh, try and like go through school when freaking what? What's that? Thanks movie, Castaway. When that comes out, and have the last name Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. That's what I said in the last episode when everyone's like, oh, Wilson. I'm like, this guy's named after a volleyball. Poor guy. <laughs> but he had a friend. That's he, a great movie, too. Tom Hanks is one of my favorites. Yeah. local yeah. A local legend, by the way. What? Really? Mm-hmm. He's from here? Yeah. Sacramento? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I think he was uh, born in Modesto or something, but his son, Colin, was born here. Um. Let me uh, double check that again because he is a legend around these parts. Um, I heard he's like in real life like a super nice guy. IMDb says conquered. Yeah, dude, I heard he's a super chill, cool guy. But um, yeah, anything that guy touches, I'll watch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Toy Story 4 coming out soon? Yeah. I'm not big on like animated stuff, but I kind of like the Toy Story ones. Yeah, I think think they should have just left that too, though. Stop milking it. Stop making money. You know? right. Have you seen the the um, the Child's Play posters? Because the, the, they remade Child's Play, which looks horrible. But the same, I think the same opening day is Toy Story Four. So the original cover of like Child's Play shows like Chucky's leg mm-hmm. and walking away. So Child's Play realized that Toy Story Four is coming out, so they rena- redid the um, poster. So you see Chucky stepping on like Woody's legs and walking away. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like one. I'm sure Toy Story Four is gonna surpass Child's Play by a lot, 
But I'm like, man, that's just like talking crap to another movie, like big time for a movie that's probably going to fail. <laughs> I mean, I hope to God I am not wrong about that. I have to like, it was the best movie made of all time. It'd be <laughs> Avatar and Titanic and Endgame. So um, I've seen Avatar. I haven't seen Titanic. You're not missing anything. Okay. Dude, spoiler it, it, alert. They hit an iceberg. <laughs> they hit an iceberg. Yeah. And Boat um, sinks. Um, she lets go. Yep. Leonardo DiCaprio, though. Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> so I need to know. Kate Winslet? Winslet, yeah. Winslet. Yeah. yeah. And Leo. Leo, though. Leo DiCaprio. <sighs> Dude, you might as well just take these jelly beans home. Yeah. This is about the same time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Wilson, you want to go on a pause and then we'll you can do your uh, thing. We'll just cut back on this. All right, everybody, that's all for tonight's show. It was a little long one, but we had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, we have updated um, our podcast. We're now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Music should be coming up soon. We tried to get that done today. Um, so you should be able to get on there. Uh, Podbean as always. Um, and pretty much any of the podcasts that you guys, podcast companies that you guys listen to, we should be on there. Um, if we're not, let us know. We'll try and get on there as soon as possible. Uh, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever uh, listening device that you're that you're on. Um, it helps us out. It makes us more well-known. Um, we could show up and search is better. Um, but, uh, thanks for sticking with us. If you're here through the, the whole two hours, we did have a lot of fun. Um, and I guess we'll see you next time. Later. Later.